All right, everyone's talking about Taylor Swift. What do you guys think about it? Look, all I gotta say at this point, Speak Now really is the best thing she's made. And honestly, until she goes back to country, I'm not sure she's gonna get all the way there to the legit classic, which I think she's capable. Mark, I'd actually have to cut you off there and say that Speak Now is easily her best album. I mean, by far, the song she wrote every song by herself on that record. I really don't see how anyone could be on any other side of the fence than Speak Now. Well, I I don't disagree with that, but I think the, my ultimate problem is I don't think she's ever going to go past Speak Now, and I'm kind of sitting on the fence there. Yeah, the new Bonnie Bear song that she did with them was excellent, but where is she going to go with the national Words. Are she actually going to do anything interesting? Wait, hang on. Do we just do we agree entirely? I probably, but I'm still a little irked by this because I don't think we can go further. Like, <laughs> how dare both of you? Because I agree too, and I did not agree to this agreement. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed agree to disagree on the Rock Coliseum. I thought this was how, about four differing how, opinions. How am I supposed to hate Stan you and send you death threats if we agree? Just do whatever. I guess that's what Instagram Live is for. Also, do what all of our commenters do: just whine and complain how we're not argumentative enough. Sorry, we're not here to entertain all of you. By the way, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Yeah, I didn't see enough cut cutthroat moments in Rock Coliseum Seven. So, could you guys go at it a little bit more in Round Eight? <laughs> Was that actually a thing? Did anybody actually complain that we were not cantankerous enough in the early days? Oh, yes. well up, Mark. In the early days. Welcome to the Rock Coliseum Eight, the Great Eight. Hopefully, you enjoyed our little discussion about Taylor Swift, the Queen of Death Metal, who's also released her latest album. It is a big surprise. I'm sure I won't hear from that later. Thank you all so much for tuning in live and early. We already have 228 of you in the chat room right now, which is crazy because we've been alive for a minute. Please keep sharing the links. We do appreciate all of you being here. We love doing these. We love doing these with you, too. For those of you who are not aware what Rock Coliseum is, we'll explain the rules in a second. First, we'll do some very quick introductions. John, why don't you go first? Hey, it's John from ARTV, the man, the myth, the legend. Oh, wait, that's Crash Thompson. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, don't build me up. I'll only let him down, I, dude. Identity theft is a serious crime, John. Oh, wah, wah, wah. Mark, go for it. <laughs> Hi there, folks. I'm Mark, the host of Spectrum Pulse. Talk about music, movies, art, and culture. I've honestly gone through this whole spiel enough times. I think the tagline has gotten to get overused, and nobody's talking about movies right now during quarantine, so we'll bounce on. And Crash, since movies are dead and 2020 has killed most of our joy, why don't you go now? Hey, hey, yo, people, I'm Crash Thompson. I talk about music, games, and other assorted things. And uh, I'm sure, as you all have noticed, uh, there's been a very significant change for me recently. I bought a new hat. It's a very <laughs> and it's lovely. I yeah, like a lovely hat. It's got nice little flaps. And, and, you know, it's got this little it's got this little bobble right here on the top. Like, check out how... Yeah. how Goofy. That's a good yeah, little movie. bobble right there on top. That's yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, apart from that, everything else is just. Normal. It's going to be perfect for winter, Crash. Honestly, you're yeah. set now. Yeah, it also yeah. looks like it's very well made. Like it's actually all handmade, not just the factory stuff. So oh. good job. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very custom wool. It looks like. Mm -hmm. I like that. I don't have the comments pulled up right now, but I'm sure they're absolutely, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> intriguing. Someone wants to know if it's actually you. It's a good hat. It's a cool hat. Whoa, he's bald. You're commenting on the hat. Oh, Crash. That's a good hat. 
R.I.P. Crash <laughs> Lush's hair. It doesn't even say. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Lush. people are freaking out. Oh, bald, bald, wow, bald. He warned us about this. Bald, crash, bald, shiny head, bald, bald, crash is bald. He shaved his someone head. Someone's gonna super chat bald. <laughs> so, someone super chatted bald. Okay, that's no, not that's, no, it's not going to. <laughs> crash, you can just join with the rest of the melons. Oh. oh no! See, uh, now now people are gonna think I'm plagiarizing. Oh, go get no, a you don't go get a flannel shirt. Do co do cosplay. It's perfect. I, I actually do have a yellow flannel I could put on. There you go. <laughs> so for Rock Coliseum, as we always do this, this is a live stream where we take your suggestions. We will take super chats as well, but this is a chance for us for you to give suggestions on bands albums songs and even band versus band you can do different generations you give us your suggestions on what you want to hear we give our thumbs up or thumbs down in unison and then debate why we think such if a band or artist does get the thumbs down they must die in the rock coliseum unfortunately for those who are not aware, Super Chats will be read at random, and we will go through as many as we can in the second half. If you're going to make a Super Chat, please do us a favor and keep it as a suggestion, whether that's a band, album, song, or a band versus band, and you make us choose between the two, that's fine. Don't make the Super Chats going something along the lines of, I just want to let you know, you guys, I think you're great, and today I had a good day, I had Taco Bell. That's not the point of the Super Chats this time. Thank Those you. Those you send us in the later hours. Yes, exactly. Well, there went my five dollars. Darn. There goes my five bucks. Lame. So I wanted to talk about my Taco Bell experience. Uh, so thank you guys again for doing this. Again, super chats will be read at random. Keep them coming. I'll keep making messages. Also, we already have quite a few to do. We already are almost at three hundred people live. So. I think we can start getting going. I have anything else that anyone of these gentlemen would like to say and add. Now's the time while I pull up the chat and get ready for one, the bracing. One key thing, again, I always like to stress here, and I think I think Luke stressed this in the past. If it's somebody that nobody of us yes. knows, like it mm -hmm. does make for great discussion. Like yeah. we want to be able to talk about something where there's some discourse, not like whatever weird act you may have discovered some point on Bandcamp and NPR that might have one person and that one person was asleep when they put it on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like a good rule well, of thumb I, is would you expect your neighbor to know who this band is? Then why would you expect all four of us collectively to know who this band is? So uh, rule of thumb, uh, just uh, go ahead, crash. Go ahead. Oh, no, all I'm going to say is, like, you may love the hell out of Devin and the Devin Tones, but if mm. none of us have heard of Devin and the Devin Tones, then Devin is, that's that's your super chat wasted on poor Devin. And Devin's probably not going to pay you back, so I'm just saying, don't Should do it for Devin. Devin's experimental ambient music is actually really boundary-pushing. Oh, you're such a pretentious tool. You're not. Uh, stop <laughs> I was gonna say stop being a hipster for non-name bands, but you beat me with a better joke. So good job. Yeah, uh, I forgot to introduce myself. Someone else said I'm Luke, host of the channel you're watching right now. All my information is already in the video description below. Thank you if you're checking this out from one of these other guys' shared links. Please subscribe yeah, to all. Yeah, I know. Please subscribe <laughs> to all of the channels. You can find the links in the description below. It helps us out a ton. It does matter. We thank you again for being here. Share the links. Tell people on social media. Tell people on Discord, whatever. We love doing this. The more the merrier. And I would like to say, keep your super chats coming. But if you have any suggestions, this first hour is for anyone. Type in your suggestions and go for it. And I turn I to the right it. and see what the mess is. I'll give it a second. 
And uh, here we go. So what's it stopping at right now? And stop. Okay. I don't think we've done this one as we might have done this on the document, but we've never done this one live, like on the actual video. The, okay. ma the main. Oh. I know we've oh. done it in the document. I'm confident we've never done this on video, though. Yeah, I'm confident, too. <laughs> yep. Does anyone, excited. does everyone have an opinion? I might have to sit this one out. Okay, I don't we'll have skip to it then. We'll save it for later. Let's, this is for the second one if you don't have enough opinion. Okay. John is a big thumbs up, though. So, And we'll go with the next one and stop. Okay. That actually is interesting. This is also one I know we have not done live on video, but we've probably done on the, dis on the actual older document. Rob Zombie. Uh, yeah. Everyone has an opinion, correct? Yep. Okay. Yep, I could do. Rob Zombie on three. One, two, three. Eh, yeah. Unanimous. Yeah. yeah. Kind of on the same page as you, Crash. Well, I'm not like <laughs> the biggest in the world, okay. but I can. I'm in it. I'm okay. in it. I'll go very briefly. I've seen Rob Zombie live nine times working festivals and shows. The biggest indicator of why Rob Zombie, I'm a fan is his live performance. I can say I have not loved everything of his most recent output, and it's becoming sp pretty sparse because he's focused on the film career. There's still stuff from yeah. White Zombie days and his solo days in the 90s and early 2000s that I really enjoy. So that's all I can really say, and he's fun to photograph, as some of you can see. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Mark, why don't you go next? Because Crash and John were a little bit sure why not. I want to hear Mark's opinion first on this one. Um, honestly, I'm kind of in the same boat. It's a sure why not. Because I wouldn't say that Rob Zombie has got a, a completely robust discography. Or even that you can take him all that seriously. I find a lot of his projects to be really uneven. Even in the White Zombie camp. Like, I'm not the biggest fan, to be honest. That being said, it will come on in a goth club or a metal club. Everyone likes it. It's 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 easy to like music, and he's great live. So, again, I wish his movies were as good as his music. But, oh, I'm, uh, my comment section is going to be a war zone now. Crap. Well, no, uh, the thing is, uh, up your engagement. <laughs> that is not an unpopular opinion. I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be with you on that one. Crash, why did don't you, you go did you next? see Halloween too? No, I didn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> Crash, why don't you uh, go next? Uh, my comments don't really differ too much from you guys. I agree that his stuff with White Zombie is probably my favorite of his particular era. Just, oh, God, like so much good stuff from that project. But I know his solo stuff is also good too. Um, Dragula is a bop. I don't care who you are. Oh, yeah. You can put that song on almost anywhere, and you yep. can dig through the ditches and burn through I'm the ditches it. with the best of them. I know he's a good work a day. He may not be necessarily everyone's favorite artist, but man, he's reliable. He puts on a good live show, and you know what more could you ask for? The dude always delivers, even if it's not necessarily your thing. Hey, he's giving the people who want him exactly what they want. So that's true. And John, why don't you wrap it up? I'm just going to co-sign that. I genuinely don't think I have anything to add on top of that because I'm not like a massive fan, but I definitely don't dislike. So mm -hmm. Fair enough. Except his movie career, which I think we have some they say. <laughs> and I've heard the argument before. It's, it's so. uneven. I'll, I'll yeah. be generous and say it's uneven. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate all of his movies. <laughs> I don't He's hate got them some all. Stable. 
Okay, that's a good that's a good quote. <laughs> Let's have some Rotten shit, Tomatoes. Man. I didn't hate this. So that's what they put on the back of the DVD cover. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate everything. I, I will say one thing. Um, the worst thing he ever did was that one song he did for the Daredevil soundtrack back in the day, "Man Without Fear." If any uh, of you want a good laugh, I don't look know that, that song up because it's haven't heard it. Yeah. Is it as oh. bad as that Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck? It's it's probably worse than the movie okay, if you can then. believe that. Oh, but, but it's bad in like a, it's bad in like a funny way. Oh my god, you just I, I can't I I don't want to spoil it for any of you, any of you. Just look it up. It's called "The Man Without Fear." Huh. It's from the Daredevils. It's from the Ben Affleck Daredevil soundtrack, and just you're awesome. welcome. That's awesome. all I'll say after this. You're welcome. Uh, see, that was a good suggestion, though. That was a good one that we never had a real discourse talk on. See, that was nice when you're not throwing trash at us. Thank you, chat room. Thank you. Know what's you. coming? Very. <laughs> so every I, time, Luke. Knock on no, wood. Not every, now. not every time. Okay, and stop. That's interesting. That's a good versus. So this is a versus band versus band. This okay. is top timely too. Corn versus Marilyn Manson. <laughs> and you have to pick one. Okay. You can't kill okay. them both if you don't like both okay. of them. I know some of your opinions. I'm curious though about the others. I'll just go through Corn because that was the first one I saw. Corn. Okay. One, two, three. Believe it or not. Eh. Really? <laughs> Okay. I would have figured Crash would have been hard. No. Okay, so it's a split. And then Marilyn Manson. One, two, three. Okay. Huh. Since, I did not see okay. this coming. We'll go in reverse of the last time. John, why don't you go first? Why does Marilyn Manson get the thumbs up? Um, for is like over the top, his image can seem at times. There's actually like behind all of that. I, I would say to an extent with corn too, they, they both style themselves a very certain way to kind of scare the parents back in like the nineties and the two thousands. But beyond that for me, I mean, I definitely love some corn songs, but there's just more albums. I think with Marilyn Manson that I actually come back to from the early days to even some of the stuff off of albums like pale emperor that weren't great but there's always at least like a few songs that i find myself coming back to okay fair enough and mark why don't you round out the marilyn manson pro talk make this clear marilyn manson's kind of a scumbag and he's yeah. been at like for a while and mm -hmm. i don't like being in the situation where i have to say he's better than corn one way or the other but I can also say that there are there are Marilyn Manson albums that are kind of great. Like Antichrist Superstar is a great album, like for what it is and for how much and the people around him that supported that at least led to quality. Again, I think a lot of Marilyn Manson worked better as a figurehead than he has ever as the sole driver of his sound because yeah. when he did it went bad. Yeah. But bad. in comparison. I can't look to any Corn album as being anything close to good. And Corn has embarrassed themselves in more ways that Marilyn Manson hasn't. And that is saying something. Uh, I don't know about uh, hardly agree. I don't know if I hard agree with that one, but I see the I see the it's viewpoint same, though. So the yeah. dubstep Corn days. Marilyn Manson's done some weird stuff in the late two thousands, yeah. also. And I kind of liked a few of those songs. <laughs> there was one that was good. There was one that was really good. One of those songs out of 12. But still, I can't argue. I can't really hard argue against it either. So, Crash, why don't you go? Because you were kind of indifferent on 
corn. Yeah, I, I, no, I know. I am the resident. Uh, I am the resident corn hater here, so I'm sure this is a little mind blowing for those. Oh, of you. I actually am a little surprised. So. Uh, yeah, but okay. Here's the thing: corn. As much as I don't stand them, as much as I am just not a huge fan, I got to admit there are at least a handful of songs from them that I can listen to at least when I'm in the right mood. Like, you know, got the life. Um, some of their stuff from like Follow the Leader. Some of their corn's best stuff, even though it's really just not my thing. I can at least see where people are coming from when they talk about liking it. With Manson, people just I think it's just people like the image. People just like the oh, yeah. motif he sets the up. Presence, people like yeah. the environment that Manson sort of builds. Because, man, the music just... I, I don't At least Korn can provoke a reaction out of me. Like, it can provoke a very negative or even occasionally a very positive reaction right. out of me. Marilyn Manson just does nothing, nothing for me at all. And my thing um, is, I'm not a diehard of either, to be honest. Um, my okay. biggest thing, though, for Korn, kind of touching on what Crash said, Korn feels much more like a singles band, but at the same time, they have strong singles. With Marilyn Manson, Pale Emperor is the one album I can truly defend as something not only just mind-blowing, but very unique in a world of music that tried to duplicate that and could not even touch it. That's really the only Marilyn Manson album I can remember vividly. There was so much after that that just was meandering and fading into yeah. the ether and nothing. That's just me, though. Corn uh, is, I will also say, though, Corn had the unique discography where they went from solid, unbelievable dumpster fire, solid again. And, say, yeah. and, that, and that middle section was like a decade, too. So it's not, you can't really say there's nothing there, but. I would still say Corn over Marilyn Manson just because of that. Say what you want. Say what you want to about Twisted Transistor. At least you remember it. <laughs> you know, for for the for better or worse, you do remember that song. I remember my. You... I remember. Oh, my I ironically, first... love that song. <laughs> I'm narcissistic Man, cannibal. Hard, That's dude. my one song from that album. But yeah. also, Twisted Transistor was my first Corn song. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, wow. So I love that song. That's a way to break oh, into it. Sheesh. Yeah. I was young with Korn, though, so that's different. Also, Crash, that is a terrible analogy to think of. I remember my first car crash. That doesn't mean I actually want to remember that fondly and associate with it. <laughs> See, the Sheesh. hilarious thing that I always remember seeing is, I don't know if any of you guys saw this. There's an old photograph of when Marilyn Manson met Nick Cave. And Nick Cave yeah. is drunk seen... off his ass. He is—he's uh, probably a decade earlier. He's wearing a big Hawaiian shirt, and he oh, is God. smiling That's as hell. Great. He looks jovial as great. And Marilyn Manson is trying to look hard, and Nick Cave is like, "I'm better at all of this being spooky than you are." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. As also as age has gone on, Marilyn Manson, I say his presence and his uh, has weakened his. His age has weakened his presence, I think is a better way to say it. I would agree. So, well, shot, that's what happens when you have when you are a, a person who is primarily on shock tactics. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. And he's not the only one. So anyway, yeah. so both bands live. Both bands have to be smacked around a little, as is per the rule. How do Corn and Marilyn Manson get smacked around? That would even have any effect on them, because I don't know if they would feel it. A bunch of actual goths get to just take them to task. <laughs> Fans of the cure come in and just like kick the crap out of them. Yeah. Robert wanna, Smith himself. <laughs> here's what here's what I think would work for Corn. Make them work with Skrillex again, but Skrillex nowadays. Oh, oh is he like, do, like, like, Wait, is he working? Like, is he doing something? Yeah. 
<laughs> Corn covering, where are you now? <laughs> good suggestion, though. I did like that versus. That was a good comparable one. That one worked. See, what did I tell you? Two of them in a row. That happens. It does happen. All right, chat room, don't let me down. Third time's a charm. Get your suggestions in and stop. Oh. Oh. I take a little bit of blame for this, I think, because I mentioned that oh. in a recent video. Oh, no. I know we have not done this on video. There's no way, because I would have remembered oh, it. Um, Hollywood Undead. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, hey, oh, no one leave. No one leave. I saw two of you look away, and Mark has a headache. Hollywood Undead. <laughs> on three. One, <laughs> two, three. As if you had to even ask. Sorry, 2008 uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> I went through a massive phase, and I'm not even kidding. That was well. That was their. Happened, that was well. That was their peak and their first year. So. 08 to 11 was my time with them. Crash, you gave the double thumbs down. So why don't you go first? I've actually mentioned this in other videos, but man, Hollywood and Dead was a band so bad. They were the band that snapped me out of my new metal phase. I heard I was the biggest new metal fan in the world. I knew every band. I knew some bands you would never even have heard of. I was Mr. New Metal Kid. And then I heard Hollywood Undead come out of the scene with their stupid masks and their stupid lyrics and their stupid Slipknot wannabe bullshit. <laughs> and I was like, okay, time to grow up. I'm, I'm going through an indie phase. I'm buying a scarf. I'm shopping at record stores. That is I a am, transition. I'm wow. freebasing block party until I purge this evil from my system. See ya! Because of Hollywood Undead, too. Oh. Jesus. Hollywood Undead okay. changed me. That's how bad they are. Let me. I'll give my piece. Um, by the way, I've met some of the guys. They're fine. Nothing I can't say. Okay, that's, them personally. that's good to hear at least. Yes, exactly. They are a band 100% dependent on their stage presence they music okay. yeah. writing creativity it's not even in the backseat it's in the trunk you know it's not yeah. it's never about that um i've heard two hollywood undead albums and an ep they released in 2018 or 2019 that did nothing they have no impact it really is the equivalent of six frat guys proving they could be rock stars and the masks are to add a personality and the presence on stage is what people want. I've yet to met that one per meet that one person though, and I'm sure they're out there that says Hollywood Undead's music changed my life for the better. Oh, oh, I know a lot of those people, and they were in the comments. The last time I reviewed Hollywood Undead and gave them, I gave them, I thought a pretty generous two and a half out of five. Oh, people, let me have it. People weren't even giving me a hard time because I put them on uh, good songs, but. Like good songs by bad bands list. That's where I mentioned them. Uh -oh. So okay. their fans are. Mm. No, I know they. Are, oh, they have a diehard fan base. I do know that. John, why don't you go next on Hollywood Undead? Why do they get the thumbs down? <laughs> um, as a middle finger to my former self. <laughs> um, I was I was obsessed with Swan Songs. Like that came out like around like my senior year of high school, and I got so many people in my school into that, and I still know all the words to like all those songs and American Tragedy too. And that probably is a tragedy in and of itself. But by the time they're like 2013 or maybe it was 2015. 2015 album came around i started to be like 
I'm kind of holding on to nostalgia here, and this doesn't actually like really sound like anything fresh, first of all, and the fact that their shock value has completely worn off at this point. There's really just nothing there. And they like you said, Luke, with the shocking. past few. They really were right. not that shocking. It was all. to a Christian school kid. Okay, that's true. A mask will do You're saying the F word every other word, and you're like, holy shit, these guys know what they're doing. These guys might, yeah, be, going, these guys might be going to heck someday. Heck, I tell you. <laughs> Mark, you are talking to the kid. He used to feel bad for accidentally putting his middle finger up. He has to hide it. I, I used to be worried. <laughs> Mark, why don't you round it off for Hollywood Undead? I missed Hollywood Undead's come up entirely because I've said this a number of times. I never had an angry white boy phase. And the metal I was into was like symphonic and power metal like in my teenage years. So I kind of jumped past the Hollywood Undead phase. I only first started listening to them when I covered them in 2017. Okay. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> Like oh, you jumped you doing, the point yeah. you jumped on with was rough. So that that's yeah. part of it too. But I, here's, yeah. here's my point. I listen to this, I'm like, is anyone find this shocking? Like I'm sitting there and I'm like, am I supposed to be intimidated by this? I'm listening to black metal, I'm listening to death metal, I've listened to <laughs> hip hop that is heavier than this. Death Grips would run these guys out of the building. But they're undead. Did you see uh, again, the mask, no. Mark? Did you see the uh, mask? Again, Mark. It's the Christian school mindset. This is made to shock the Christian school. Christian school. school. Like, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, I went yeah. to Christian school. Uh, and I the fact is, I, I think Nightwish is more intimidating than Hollywood Undead is. Oh, some of their music, absolutely. They try to make an atmosphere uh, out of you. stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I can't take uh. them seriously. And when you when you take out the shock factor... They're, the production's not good. No, the, the music, rapping the music is, is not even secondary. It's way back there. So, and they're and they are trying to imitate elements of Lincoln Park that Lincoln Park moved past. So, <laughs> early, exactly. <laughs> they moved yeah, way past early. that early. Okay, yeah, that was a. I see. That's why I knew we didn't talk about them before because I would have remembered all of this. How does Hollywood yep. Undead die in the Coliseum? Irrelevance. Well, I think the four of us just killed him. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, Christian school gigs for the rest of their career. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Play at the and school they, assembly. They get they, they get like the audio cut off of them on every song, like every first song. They have to go to the next school, the next school, just with one song performances. Yeah. They Shame. have to perform with soap in their mouth. Just yeah. They have to perform like clean versions of their songs for Christian yeah. school crowds. <laughs> like every other word, they're just like pausing. They, instead, oh, of the F, instead of the F-bomb, they have to say friend or faith to make it all. Friend or faith. Yes. Faith. <laughs> oh my God. I remember when that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The faith, oh, the faith replacement. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know oh, what God. faith you means, but. Oh, that's a, that's a way to bless them. Faith your heart. Oh, no. faith you. Faith you. Yeah. Coming up where I was around, uh, the supplemental F was forgive. Oh, forgive you. Forgive works. I hope God forgives you. We had Frick. Yeah, Frick. We fixed the standard also. That was big out west when I was in college and stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, I think we're throwing up in the video is say fuck them. There you go. Hey, calm the Frick down with that language, Mark. Christian server over here. Hey, calm the friendship down, okay? We need to tone it down enough. Mark, I forgive you. 
Mother See, this is getting a little Ned Flandersy for my taste. I just had to drop the fuck on you. Oh, Ned Flanders would totally yeah. be in Hollywood Undead. What are you talking about? <laughs> Moving on. My ghost, my ghost shirt is offended. I'm going to yeah. need a fan cam uh, uh, for him with just all Hollywood Undead music in the background for Ned Flanders. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that Flanders fan the kids camp. and the Lots kid, order, the little kids, Rod and Todd are dancing too. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> You guys haven't seen the DJ Khaled fan cam. Yes, I have, Mark. I have not, no. okay. Yes, I have, and it's amazing. Okay. Huh. We have homework, apparently, Crash. So, okay. Apparently, yeah. I, okay. I, that was a good, feel like good suggestion. That is a good suggestion, to be fair. That is a good one. Okay. And stop. Oh, I know we've done this on the document. I don't think we've done this live. Or if we have, it's been very brief. If you want to skip over this one, it's okay. But I know we could have conversation. Dave Matthews. We can do it quick. Dave Matthews Band. Oh, I I could do this. I'm sure we all have opinions. So. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Everyone? Dave Matthews Band. One, two, three. Huh. Oh. Interesting. Okay, interesting split here. Okay, yeah, all right. this is not what I was expecting. I was not even oh, me either. Okay, so okay, who would like to go first? Anyone? I'll go first. I'll, you know what? I'll, I can talk. Okay. Crash, yeah, crash okay. you want to go yeah. first? Go for it. Uh, for the thumbs up. Okay, uh, again, God, John, you're gonna love this. But growing up in the Midwest, in a very <laughs> white neighbor, it, yeah, you know where I'm going with this. Why? One. That's why I gave it the thumbs down. What are you talking about? In a Christian school, no less, like, Dave Matthews Band was the shit to all of my friends growing up. It was just the hottest shit. Every single one of my friends was a Dave Matthews stan. I've seen Dave Matthews live in concert, like, five times, and I don't even like him that much. But, man, my friends always wanted to go to Dave, and Dave always puts on two-night shows. He always makes his concerts That's, huge live events. Yeah, and, I get but, that. My God, say what you want to about the, the music or the presentation. I get it if, you, if Dave Matthews just is not your thing. But, man, again, it's like with Rob Zombie. To the people who want what he's given them, he gives them 150% That's of what they comparison. want. And, man... And you know what? He's got some genuine. He's a that band is insanely talented too. Those motherfuckers can play the fucking strings off their instruments. Okay. And yeah, that's a good. Even if you hate Dave Matthews, catch him live. It might change your mind. It honestly might. Mark, why don't you go for also for the thumbs up? I'm actually entirely with Crash here. The com- the comparison I've seen made with Dave Matthews is the Grateful Dead and Fish. Fish, and that yeah, they've got the, they've got the diehard fan base that will follow them around forever. And the yes. primary reason you go to become a fan of Dave is the live show. Yeah, I yes. I will never say that Dave Matthews Band wrote good songs. Not really. It, it was it was an era they that was a, they have it a was, few, but okay. it was outside of my time too. But okay. I'll be honest, like the stuff I've heard is not terrible. He tends to be a little bit rootsier on his newer albums, which I like. Um, and you know what? If he is legit impressive, like behind the strings, he can play his ass off, which I will give them a lot of credit for. Okay. John, Absolutely. for the thumbs down, why does Dave Matthews band get the thumbs down? I just feel like I'm staring at a white wall, you know, when I'm sitting there listening to some Dave Matthews. If somebody puts on the radio in a car that I'm not. 
Uh-oh. I'm driving, and Uh-oh. so therefore I can't reach for the radio, and I'm forced to sit through another one of their hit songs for the one millionth time. You just... Sometimes you just think about asking your friend to pull the car over right there on the spot because you can't take it. And I have seen Dave live. I admit that the live that it was at a, I think it was at Bonnaroo. And uh, okay. yeah, I mean the live setting, absolutely. I get the talent. I get that it's there, but I just I can't stand his voice. That that is one hundred percent fair. Dude has a weird voice. He really yep. does. Okay. Um, there's a lot of great points that I can't really argue. I'm aware of the live presence. You go for the jam band feeling for those concerts and you get your money's worth time and time again. That is never, ever duplicated on any of their albums. And I'm talking about even their big monumental Mm -hmm. platinum selling albums in the late nineties and early two thousands, mostly the late nineties where every single high school student, college student, and businessman adults drooled over this man. The music is just, that music does not reflect what he does live. And I think there's a disassociation. It's the most tepid, lukewarm, dishwater music on like the backtracks of those albums. Like not the singles, not Crash Into Me, Hey Crash, (laughs) and like all the other stuff. (laughs) The album after that, I'm drawing a blank. I did it in the space between those two songs were on that album after that one. That was the biggest, what am I listening to? How am I just out of my mind while I'm not figuring this out? And also I'll say this just to wrap up, along with John's I'm Facing a White Wall, Dave Matthews Band feels like the closest to Yacht Rock without being Yacht Rock. That is 100% accurate. Okay. Yeah. I'll just cop to it. It yeah. totally yeah. is. Okay. Like, and I don't hate Dave is... Matthews Band. I don't hate it. I would never begrudge anyone for hating it, but it's just like, I don't. No. Eh. This is rootsy rock if you have a 401k with 500 grand in it. <laughs> yes. Oh, you look out in the crowd and you see a bunch of... Yeah, yeah, the rich, yeah. the yeah, rich it, Nashville crowd. Yes, that I get. Okay. It is, it is all cop to it. And Luke, uh, just to kind of build off of your other point, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, even Dave Matthews fans will just admit that. Yeah, just don't listen to the studio albums. Listen to okay, the stuff that enough. comes out live. The only reason they even put out studio albums is so they have something to put on their live albums, basically. <laughs> and even then, I'd say basically a lot of the arrangements they have on their studio albums, they're going to get massively warped live anyway yeah exactly yeah so, that's so true so yeah. i at least see yeah, believe me you are not you are so not the only one who feels that okay, way fair enough. Not so, even, even the diehards would agree with you on this i feel Chat, back me up on we have to we have to smack around dave matthews band even i feel weird about that though how would we smack around <laughs> dave matthews band in the coliseum well that just seems <laughs> weird we force uh, him to work with a producer <laughs> scrollix <laughs> <laughs> no, we do not no, want a dubstep Dave Matthews band. Shut your mouth, John. That is a bad thing to put out there in 2020. Relix and Dave Matthews. No, Marshmallow. Oh. <laughs> it's like rescuing me with a day to remember, except Dave Matthews. Oh. <laughs> okay, you want a wall of beige? That's how you get like a continent of beige, John. Are that's you a, sure you what you want what you're asking for here? That's Crash an, into okay. me marshmallow remix. Uh, <laughs> that's an ocean of dishwater. Just tepid dishwater. That's it. Oh, oh. Wow, that's that like a weird turn. <laughs> Thank you, though. That was a good suggestion. Keep them coming. We still have about 20 minutes or so. 
of just the first round. This is going great. Thank you guys. Keep sharing the link. Please hit the like button if you haven't already. That helps a ton to get this video pushed in the algorithm. If you hit the like button right now, that way it keeps pushing this to other people who aren't subscribed. Thank you again for being here right now. What's our number at right now? We got 425 people right now, okay. which is crazy. That's huge. And you guys have stuck with because I know it's been over 400 for a while. Thank you guys again. Keep the super yeah. chats coming. We'll go through a bit random in the second half. And for the next one, stop. Huh. I know we had to have done this um, on, the disc on the document on the last one. I don't know if we've done this on the video. If we have, we can skip past it. Have we done Remo Drive on discussion? I don't think we have. I don't think we have, but I've got things to say. Okay, that's good. Yeah, me too. I too. I me sure too. Do. I think we talked about this off off camera, by the way. Yeah, I think, I think we, we had discussions on our own personal. So you get to see what we talk about in the chat room. It's, it's worth it now. It's worth it now, especially in 2020. Remo Eric, Drive. If you're watching, you're a very nice guy. <laughs> same. Same. Remo Drive. <laughs> One, two, three. This hurts. Yeah, it this is hurt. not a this is not like anything angry or ill will no, towards the no. artist. Not oh, at no. all. I'll start because I went last a couple times. Um, for a band to start up like such a house on fire and have such a unique, fresh sound in that first album, where did it go? What happened? <laughs> did Excellent you forget? question. Were, were your brains replaced with aliens and you don't know how to play instruments or even write with like any lyric or progression in your music? What happened? I've never seen Rebo Drive live. I can't really argue anything for that. Okay, so maybe you guys can. Guys, what happened to Remo Drive after their first album? What happened? How? They I lost their drummer, I... for one. So, uh, the whole, so it's just House of Cards? Everything just falls down? Jeez. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like they also went through a big shift in sound. They tried to do uh, some really different stuff on their second album that just did not work. No one was asking them to do the things they did on their second album, and I think that just killed them. Lot yeah. of their momentum. Just, yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but the easiest way I can sum up my thoughts here is sophomore slump. Just yeah. and a, continued into album three. Too. That's a sophomore coma. Three, that's a coma at that point, man. That's not just a slump. Right. Now, if it's on album three, how do you rebound? And anyone else? I'm sorry, John and uh, Mark. If you guys want to add yeah. anything now, Mark. Let me let me John, tap in John, here. John, I John. think I think they need a break. To be honest, I think they I need some time because yes. we. I mean, we just got an album from them. Was it not last year that the other album came out and they already dropped yeah. album three? Like, that is too quick. And plus, we're in the middle of quarantine. You can't even tour this material right now. I just, I don't see what the rush was to get out the third album when, I mean, outside of like maybe a few songs, I, le I legitimately did try because yeah, I really I do. do love their first album. Love their first album. I'm literally in the thank you credits printed on their album. Me and Fantano were on there. That's awesome. And, and it just feels awkward now because it's just like, I really don't like anything else since then. I, I mean, I don't, I certainly don't want to hate them as much as I, as much. I don't, I don't either. even that's hate them. I don't, yeah. it's just boring. Mark, yeah, yeah, it's Mark, you have thoughts. Me, I know you have thoughts. Mark, what are your thoughts? I didn't even like their first album. Really? Oh, boo. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think there was anything all that special on their first album. The second album was no fun. They already have a third album that I've heard parts of, and I'm like, this is pointless. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, even it even as someone who is not a fan, 
they completely tanked. I get, I actually, I'll respond to you, John. I completely get why they put out a, a new album so quickly just to try to get a hit, just to try to get ahead of it so people don't wallow on the second one as long as they did. But if your third album's not any good, then. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a bad game. That's Check bad out their game Instagram point. comments on anything they post. The fans are not here for it, you know? Like well, and, huh. and that's the thing that worries me. To me, I'm looking at the questions of what happened to the second album what happened with management that they tried that they got pushed in this particular direction because to me a lot of this feels like you don't get a dramatic sound shift like this without some level of behind the scenes prodding because from what you guys have described to me they're pretty level-headed guys like yeah i eric is self-producing now album two and three which i think definitely could have made a big change they're signed to epitaph so i wouldn't imagine there's too much interference I just, it could be the self-producing. Oh, could be. Could it just be something like like they work with not only just a producer, but another creative mind to give them a new direction. Even if they don't just try to do their first album, part two, just another direction that they're going now because what they are middling with is just producing no results. And uh, I don't know. That's just me. I... I still enjoy the band. I will still listen to album number four because I really did enjoy that debut. I thought yeah. that was like a, something to spark for a new band and then nothing. So, okay. So, um, this is not a fun one. How do we kill Remo Drive? Oh, with kindness. Can we? Like, yeah, with kill kindness. With kindness. Kill with kindness. I, literally, I was about to say, I cannot be a part of this. Yeah, neither can I. Really. We, no, make, I sure, too we make sure we make sure they're asleep before we put the pillow over their heads. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's that's still mean, but I can I can live with that. Honestly, you know what I'd like to see them do? Put them in a studio with Steve Albini. Yeah. Ooh. We an in utero or surfer rosa out of them. I feel like they would take that into a new direction that they have not done and is far away from what they're doing now. I think Albini is a pretty hands-off producer as well, but he would give, but he would have enough of the rawness to the sound that might be able to give him something. I like that. I like that. I like where your head's at too. Works for me. Good suggestion. Good discussion. We still like Remo Drive. We want no no bad things to happen to them. Please do not take this out of context. We want the best for them. We Sorry, be, guys. We want to be surprised with good music. That's a good way to put it. We yes, want, that's we're true, anxiously yeah. looking forward to album four. Maybe I'm ready to wake up on that one. 2022? Uh, Maybe take 2022, though, guys. Just take your time. Yeah. So, if we make it to 2022, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be great. Crash, yes. we're going to move in with Mark in Canada where it's safe. Duh. <laughs> uh, you teased. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be... <laughs> Crash is going to be with a sleeping bag on Mark's doorstep tomorrow morning. <laughs> you can't cross the border. Uh, I true. can try. I don't know. With that hat, maybe. Uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I know some I know some mannerisms. I know what it's all about. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm just I apologize ahead of time. I'm hey, so it's maple syrup, eh? Just there you go. <laughs> just something completely off. Okay, that's unforgivable. <laughs> so, okay. And stop. Oh, wow. We are going back to the 90s. Okay, this is the alternative scene. And I don't know. I think this is kind of interesting. Alanis Morissette versus Fiona Apple. Not oh. fair. I, not fair. It's different. Oh, not fair at all. But 
I'll answer it. I'll, I'll answer, answer it. I'll answer it too. Yeah. I don't know if you'll like it. We're going back to I'll the ice. I could at least see why they would ask that, but it is a bit, a touch unfair. So it's tough. It's the tough. It really is. It is. It it almost is an apples and oranges thing. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. For Alanis Morissette, one, two, three. Nobody. Really? Wow. 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 Yeah, okay. You know, I'll take one. I'll take one. I don't oh, care. Okay. Okay. Crash is gonna be nice to Alanis. <laughs> okay. Alanis wow. does not deserve total death here. So no, I'll step in for. Alanis. Well, she is gonna die then. So and yeah. Fiona Apple. One, two, three. Okay. So, since Crash was the dissenter who's going to take step up to the bat for Alanis Morissette, uh, what do you think? Jacked little pill. Yeah. Just I know Fiona, I know Fiona's work is very she's got a she's got a great body of work. And again, this is kind of a again, this is just so unfair because it's not it's two it's very not. different very, things. They are different. But, like, uh, again, Alanis has had the shakier career overall, but, man, she just knocked it out of the park with Jagged Little Pill. And, uh, you know, comparing Jagged Little Pill to, I don't even remember, what was the Fiona Apple album that runs along with that one? Uh, the one with Criminal. Criminal on it, yeah. Oh, Apple, the first album title. 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 Yeah, Apple. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah, I mean, comparing those two, I mean, that one was fan that uh, Fiona's record was fantastic but man Jagged Little Pill it, it it is one of those albums when people think what is the album of 1995 if you had to pick one what is an album that absolutely nails the sound of that year what you Crash career view by I was Hootie, say and, the Hootie and the Blowfish I guarantee you there are more people who's Alana, who, who for whom Jagged Little Pill is the album of their childhood than the Fiona Apple comparison right. I can yeah. at least see that one okay Mark why does Fiona Apple get the thumbs up it's close. Um, I like Alanis a lot. Um, Jagged Little Pill, to me, is a classic album. Yes. The problem is Alanis has one classic album. Fiona has two, arguably three. And I, I, I'll I, be honest, like, for me, and this has kind of bothered me a little bit, um, Alanis Morissette's influence doesn't extend that far. Like, she's got her distinctive sound and scene, but she moves in a very willowy indie pop direction to a certain extent where I feel like what a lot of the groundwork that Fiona Apple laid has led to a lot more acts I like, like Nico Case, Florence and the Machine, Adele, you can argue Lords in there as well. There's a lot of groundwork that Fiona Apple has laid that it's hard to argue against. Okay, fair enough. John, why does Fiona Apple get the thumbs up? It's it's the longevity. It's the fact that she takes her time between records, and I think a lot of uh, Alanis's material has been kind of flimsy, to be honest. In like the past few decades, not to say that there's nothing that I haven't enjoyed in there, but compared to Jagged, which was a fantastic jump, like lightning rod jumping yeah, off point. Compared to that, though, like there's nothing that's come close to that. And the fact that Fiona in 2020 is putting out a record that's attracting just as much, if not more, acclaim and attention this far into her career. I mean, that says something about her as an artist. Okay, fair enough. Touche. Fa 
vegetable cutters does make this a more difficult discussion. I will certainly yeah, come yeah. out. Atlantis' maybe, new album maybe. is supposed to come out this year too, guys. I hope you guys realize. It's coming out oh, this okay. Friday. The, oh, is this? Oh, no shit. This 2020 yeah. was supposed to be her big comeback tour year too. She was going to go on tour with Garbage. So oh, oh, I love Garbage, by the way. So I would have been all over that just for that. But yeah, 2020, we got 2020. So really quick for 2020. Mine, I know I will. You can't have me take away anything from Jagged Little Pill. After Jagged Little Pill, I'm talking not even immediately after. There was so much just. Let me put it this way: Alanis Morissette did not do as much lane changing and free will spirit of do whatever you want to make the music that gets your point across any means necessary that Fiona Apple did, and she's still doing it. Fetch the Bolt Cutters may not be my favorite album of the year, but it's so good. It's so interesting. It's, it is a breath of fresh air from an artist who's been doing it now for 25 years. And she's still yeah. and she still is impressing people in bits by bits and pieces individually and getting that spark. I mean, I I do kind of see the point of she spaced her albums out quite a bit. And Alanis just took much, much time to do nothing. I mean, after yeah. after that thank you music video and that thank you song, I think that was Alanis's eh moment where people started jumping off the ship. Well, what about her beautiful cover of My Humps by the Black Eyed Peas? I didn't know that was a thing. John, are oh, you that making that thing. up? John, are you making that up? Because I don't like nope. liars. Everyone go look it up because I swear to God it's real. See, I can't blame Alanis for much because she was in a much different label situation than Fiona Apple was. Fiona okay, Apple's it's had apples and oranges, yeah. Fiona Apple's <laughs> had, apples has had yeah, nice. Um, has had major label like Fiona Apple's had the flexibility to do whatever she wants and take eight years between albums, whereas Alanis Morissette was on a major label. Like there was a, and there was drama and bullshit surrounding her until the 2000s. I can't blame her that much for that. It's the same. It's the same arguments like I make coming down hard on Jay Electronica. If you have all the privileges in the world for being an artistic savant and you get all the time in the world to do so, you operate on a slightly different schedule. Whereas Alanis, she didn't have that luxury. I get That's that. Fair. I get yeah. that too, but I don't know because I see that more as like a business stance too. Like Fiona sticking to her grounds, like I don't have to ever sign to a big label. My jumping off point, my big peak, my big spark was the same time frame. Technically, I think it was like a year difference as Jackie yeah, but... Hill. So why does she like? So Atlantis is signed to a big label, and I can do whatever I want. No, you can't. Yeah, but but the, but the whole lightning in the bottle thing when it came with Fiona Apple, title would not have worked as well as it did in any other year besides ninety five, ninety six. That's true. Like if that, the if that drops, in, yeah. If that drops in two thousand and three or drops in eighty nine, that won't click. That criminal music video would not have worked in eighty nine. That is correct. You're right. <laughs> that is correct. So, Alanis Morissette must die in the Rock Coliseum. Unfortunately, how does Alanis? Oh. I know it's hey, we're not nice people. We we've already established that. How does Alanis Morissette die in the Coliseum though? Uh she's also Canadian, isn't she? Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought she was. Is there a uh, She does a Drake wait, covers wait. album. She, <laughs> yes, she does, by the way. That is very much worth checking out. But um I say she dies from embarrassment when all her uh teen pop stuff from way way back in the day comes back to the surface <laughs> mark do you happen to remember that i don't remember i know fine. Other, i, don't I remember like that though. stuff okay. 
Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I never. We we never saw that here in the states. So okay. I don't know. What she, yeah. We did. We know. heard a bunch. Of, like, here's the thing. I don't know how many of you watch How I Met Your Mother. I've seen episodes. Uh, um, okay. There was an arc on one of the characters, uh, Robin Shabatsky, on the table on the show. She's Canadian, and they kind of stylized a lot of her pop, uh, her secret pop star career after Alanis Morissette. So oh, she had. Huh. So she had her early late '80s pop sparkles years and then she had her darker pivots and they literally got what was who was the guy who dated Alanis for Jagged Little Pill oh, Dave Coulier. Oh, full house full house Dave Coulier. Yeah. they actually integrated him into the show <laughs> oh my god <laughs> huh. oh my god that's interesting that's such an in joke too like yeah. only like only like total nerds would get that oh. only total nerds and only total Canadians would oh, get today, that only can- Canadian nerds. Oh, okay. the kids in the halls absolutely yeah. lost their shit over that. So that that's a good way to put it. Alanis Morissette dies the same way that that TV show How I Met Your Mother dies, making all the fans oh please angry, no make all the fans <laughs> angry, ruins an entire series, and is talked about poorly oh. from then on. Damn, that that hurts. Yeah, that hurts. I wasn't even Ow. a diehard fan of the show. I've only seen a handful of episodes. I remember that backlash though. A reaction video to, to the final episode, and that video wound up was one of the biggest videos on my channel for a long time. Yeah, it, it was rough. It was rough. So, good suggestion though. That was a like it was a weird one, but it was a good one. I do kind of appreciate the discussion on both artists on that. Sorry that Alanis had to die, but you know we're not fair here. I'm hoping the new album's good. I am too. I'm curious. I'm curious. So. Yeah. And she had a feature on that Halsey album that was really good. Yeah. Yes. yes. There you go. That was a nice, yeah. Her interlude was, yeah. yeah. Very good. Very well done. And Alana still has it, huh? Stop. Okay, we're going to have some hurt feelings on this one because this is some of your favorites being put against each other. Oh. Red Hot Chili Peppers versus Green Day. <laughs> okay. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, I'm thinking. I, I got I, an answer. Do you guys have answers? Okay, crashing. Of course. Mark. John does. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm very split on mine. So okay. Because it was Red Hot Chili Peppers. First. Okay, for Red Hot Chili Peppers. One, two, three. Really? Really? Come on. Oh, you knew what my answer was gonna be. I know what yours was, but I figured somebody else would tell I'm super here. like okay. mine's like 51-49%. Okay, Green Day. One, two, three. I'll start because I think I have the weakest, like I'm not gonna say I love both bands, but I'm not gonna say I am the expert on either one of them, as some of you guys are. I will say that. I, I will say I love Fair. both and I'm an expert. Fair enough. <laughs> The weakest parts of Red Hot Chili Peppers are boring. The weakest parts of Green Day are, oh my gosh, no. That's my way of comparing the two, and that's not the best comparison, but I'd stand by it. Red Hot Chili Peppers had so much to offer, but Green Day's full albums, the so much with Kerplunk and Dookie, then the reinventing with going into American Idiot, and they still were trying to do it. I'm curious to see what's going to happen after 2020 if... Green Day survives 2020. If any of us survive 2020, who knows? I would still say Green Day, though, because the Green Day albums peak more for me and more memorable as complete albums, more of them than Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I love Californication and Blood Sugar Sex Magic, so don't get it twisted that I dislike them. So that's just my piece. Mark, why does Green Day get the thumbs up? 
I'm echoing a lot of what you said here. Um, I will go back to Green Day more than I will Chili Peppers, especially as my favorite Chili Peppers is 80s Chili Peppers. So I need to be in a very specific mood for that. Whereas Green Day, I can put on at any time. I do wish that we had had a little bit more time and that with the reunited lineup with Frusciante had come in and that we had heard a new Chili Peppers album to compare with that disaster Green Day put out earlier this year. Mm. I would not I say it's a disaster. It a disaster. I would not say it's a disaster, but I will say it's not Green Day standard. Is that a good way to no. put it? No. light way to put it? Okay. Yeah. So, no, I agree. John, it's not but, their worst, but it's far from their best. I can't argue yeah, that. I can't argue that. John, to round out the Green Day discussion, why do they get the thumbs up? Saying that they're, it's they're just, it's a falling. Yeah, it's it's it, they're my favorite band first of all. So obviously, like if you ask me anything versus Green Day, I think you know where my answer is going to land. Um, but like it's just a full album versus like not as many full albums thing with the Chili Peppers. It's not to say it's just singles, but there's generally like a selection of tracks per album that I like and keep in rotation. And with Green Day. There's more full-length albums from the underrated ones like Nimrod and Warning to even some of the modern stuff, like some of the songs from Revolution Radio and obviously American Idiot. So, Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So on the flip side, Crash, why does Red Hot Chili Peppers get the thumbs up? Okay, see, John, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, whereas Green Day are your boys. Dude, I've shown this to I know. you before. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I get I, it. I gotta stand no, up we're not boys. knocking Red Hot I get it. Peppers. No, of course. The I, they're in my top ten favorite bands, too. So. Yeah, no. <laughs> Like, same, same. They yeah. are, like, in my top ten favorite bands, you know? So it's like, as much as I love Green Day, as much as I respect Green Day, and, you know, as much great material as Green Day has put out, I just, man, when the Red Hot Chili Peppers strike, they strike so hard for me. Like, yeah. they, like Green Day is a that. band that can make a good, they can make a good political song when they absolutely want to, or they can make a nice, snotty, fun bouncer song. But, man... Like when it comes to getting like really down and emotional and really serious, they just have nothing on the peppers, man. Scar tissue, soul to squeeze, um, fucking under the bridge, you know. Like the peppers also have that side to them too. But man, when they really bring it out, they one hundred percent bring it out. I mean, John, I mean, you guys saying that the classic uh, Green Day albums, you know, are so memorable, and I'm sitting here like, well, uh, you know, Californication. Blood Sugar Sex Magic? Dude, the fucking album run. I'm not going to from yeah. from starting with Californication, by the way, and Stadium Arcadium, all of those in a row. Amazing. Oh, my God. Just, yeah, I would. And while the Peppers did have their dips, too, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, the getaway. You know, yep. it's, it's, I'll defend yeah. it. I like uh, that one. Yeah. It's, it's fine, but, it, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I've always felt like the Peppers, they are better musicians for one they can just play their that instruments better that's I can, just I can, that, that's just I see that yeah yeah they, they just got it more in like a Drumming skill and bass just are a wall skill compare, when you compare the two so exactly side, yeah. so um yeah, okay but, yeah. so how does red hot chili peppers die in the rock coliseum y'all are killing all my faves here oh, damn oh. Hmm. i don't know if i have a good one for this one yeah you know what honestly given that their reunion has good Given that their reunion with John Prashanti, which is going to be a huge goddamn deal, got happened, interrupted right? by a goddamn COVID outbreak. Oh. I don't know, man. Haven't they? They're already dead, right? Yeah. They, 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 Prashanti yeah. leaves the band again. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Josh says, fuck you, when they ask him to come back. I'm on wood. See, I'm not going to go that far. I was just going to say they record with Frusciante, but Brian Burton has to produce again. But oh. And he's a great producer, and I'm sure he'll do a fantastic job. Sure. Good on you. That's a polite death. That's much nicer than my Alanis Morissette yeah. dies the same way how I met your mother die. So. Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> we'll do one more, then we'll call it halftime because we did start like two minutes late. And thank you guys again. Please like this video if you haven't already. It helps out a ton to get this pushed to other non-subscribers. Keep the super chats coming. They will be read at random in the second half. And for the last one, and stop. Okay. Album versus album. So we haven't done this one yet. Going to Metallica. Ride oh the Lightning versus Master of Puppets. Okay. All right. I got an okay. answer. Okay. I do too. So I do too. That was first. Okay. Ride the Lightning. One, two, three. Hmm. Okay. I knew yeah. this was going to happen. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I kind of figured it might. Master of Puppets. Oh. One, two, three. Forgive us. I know. Forgive us, no. Mark. We're big. Love Ride the Lightning. <laughs> don't make it make, no, no. make us say that we like are putting it down. Yeah. Mark, why oh, don't yeah, you? No. Mark, please defend Ride the Lightning. Okay, the big defense that I've always the argument I've had about this, and this is an argument you run into at every single metal bar between these two albums. Yes. And the album is that Master of Puppets is more complex. There's more going on there. The songs are a little bit more developed. But at the same time, I always think it's a little bit more hit and miss in spots. It's a little patchier. Whereas Ride the Lightning, it's a little simpler. It's a little bit more super aggressive, brutal into the speed and thrash metal. But it's consistent as hell. It it's the sort of project that delivers exactly what I want all the time. And the bass lines are so good. Okay. Bass lines are so okay. good. The let grooves me, are so good. Let me go Let me go next then, just to add on that. Because for Master of Puppets, for me, Cliff Burton was taken way too soon. And he proved that in Master of Puppets too. Orion is the song that proves to me that the one of the greatest bassists ever died at 24. 24. Going back to the albums, though, I have no arguments against Ride the Lightning. One will forever be one of the best metal songs ever. But at the same time, I do get the point. Master of Puppets was when Metallica was able to take two years to write the album. It wasn't just bam, bam, Ride the, Light, uh, Ride the Lightning right after Kill Em All. And they nailed it with what they were trying to create. Something different, something more meaningful. They proved they could do it. And that's why it sticks out a little bit more for Master of Puppets. Love Ride the Lightning. Please don't say I hate Ride the Lightning. That would actually get me upset. So You hate Ride the Lightning. Take it, John. <laughs> That's the one quote everyone's going to call on now. <laughs> Luke hates Ride the Lightning. John, why do you support Master of Puppets? <laughs> um, so you, you pose that question like, like it's on a Twitter thread or something. Why do you support That's this right. album? Hashtag answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Master of Puppets was one of, if not my first metal album that I ever okay. heard yeah. in full. So I get that. forever indebted to that sound. Literally, I went over to my buddy Coleman's house after school in like seventh or eighth grade, and he was playing me some stuff. And that was the first full album that I heard. So while I love Ride the Lightning, that one and the Black Album are always going to stand out in my eyes the most. Okay. 
and Crash, why does Master of Puppets get the thumbs up? See, John, I've got that love for the Black Album, too, because that was, like, my first metal yeah. album. So it's I like, those the, were, like, back-to-back -back for me, I think, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, honestly, there's not much more I can add to this. I feel like, um, whereas, again, I am one of those guys, like, this is a Sophie's choice for me, goddammit, because they are such classic fucking albums, That's dude. That's a serious just, debate now. <laughs> can, it is hard to pick between those two. It really is. But, man, I just feel like... Or I just feel like Master of Puppets is that peak early era of Metallica. Like, it is them at their most super concentrated, crazy good. I will agree with Mark in that, yes, Ride the Lightning is more consistent, but man, there's so much more flexing, there's so much more raw talent. That was the moment where the flower fully bloomed for this band, and you could tell, oh, they're not just a good metal band, they are like a crazy good band. Yeah. There is like some something way more legit than just raw thrash here. These guys yeah. are capable of some shit. That was they crossed probably, over a bit with that. Well, not yeah. a bit, a ton. They, they <laughs> yeah, became exactly. household names at that oh. point. So yeah, that that was not that was not only an album where people sort of got what Metallica was all about, but that was also, like you say, John, that was like a moment where other people started to kind of get it. That was an album that kind of helped thrash gradually bleed into you know the mainstream it stopped being this niche weird little thing and other people you know a more general audience could understand why thrash was as great as it was i feel like it's a more important record than ride the lightning while ride the lightning has its abs well again i'm not going to slander ride the oh, lightning yeah. but man peak metallica is probably right there at Master of Puppets. It never gets much better than Master of Puppets. It goes in a lot of different directions from that point, but yeah, that's probably the best, just the moment where Metallica is the most Metallica. Okay. So, how do we destroy Ride the Lightning in the Coliseum? Again, I don't want to. I, I don't want to either. I know. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you guys keep complaining, oh, we don't have, we get all these hard, lame ones that suck. Well, now we have okay. the good ones. All yeah. right, here we go. Um, Ride the Lightning gets covered by shit. Um, train. Oh! <laughs> and they, you know, they do it too. They cover the cloud. They cover Zeppelin, like. Yeah. So why not Metallica? When they you know, when they cover the Doors, "Light My Fire," that was on my top ten worst cover songs. That was blasphemy. That would be worse though if they covered one. It really would. They're Come on! Don't, don't you want to light? Don't you want? Don't you want to light Pat Monahan's fire? <laughs> oh. My breath is I wish for death. Oh, I. <laughs> That's what you're asking for, right there. The Patrick Monahan hey. impression, what everyone wanted. Exactly. <laughs> Yacht rock crash. Here's the thing: it could either be like I could either see Pat Monahan at least trying, or the Flaming Lips covering. Ride the Lightning? Can you they, imagine what that would be? They would make it intentionally weird, though. When the Flaming Lips do that, they try to go wildly off-key, like, intentionally. Yeah, but does anyone want to hear no, that? No, like, they don't, but uh, I at least understand. At least the purity of something like Ride the Lightning and turning it into a Flaming Lips abomination. I like, agree, I, don't think anyone I agree, wants but that. I at least get yeah. the logic behind that. Patrick Monaghan covering one... Pat make, yeah, Patrick Monaghan covering one would make me go full Kyle and drive my head through drywall. <laughs> Okay. Full Kyle. I Full love that. Full Kyle. No monster needed. Full, Full Kyle. So. 
Okay. Uh, what a <laughs> good way to end round one. Sorry, everyone. As we got, that... So I know we have many super chats. They're all popped out. I'm going to set that up for the second half. We're going to take a five-minute break in case these guys need water, need to do anything. Please like this video. Please keep sharing this. We still have just over 400 people watching right now, according to my checker. Wow. That's huge for us. It really helps out some time. We love doing this. Thank you for the suggestions. The suggestions were really good this time. I stand yeah, by. Those are really yeah. good suggestions. Well done. Thank you for not giving us Nickelback versus Five Bigger Death Punch again. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, we know who know. we are. We know. So we have a few minutes. Is there anything you guys would like to plug while I set up the super chats and things like that? Crash, um, just for the people that might not have caught it, is there anything you want to say about your new hat first? Oh, well, my new hat, as you can see, my new hat, it's, oh, it's lovely. It's got these little flaps and it's got strings too, which, you know, are fun to play with and you tie it around. It's nice and cozy. It's a little hot for it right now. And my favorite feature, it's got this, got this little bubble right here just this little poof yeah. just this little poof right there it's like a south park yeah, yeah. it's not, obno it not obnoxious you know let's everyone know that you got a playful side you know you're not just all business yes exactly exactly handmade quality too you can't really that's worth the extra no. money so it lasts a little bit longer so good yeah job. you sewed that yourself if i'm not mistaken uh, i wish <laughs> <laughs> uh mark and john what do you guys have coming up soon John Go ahead, Mark. Oh, <laughs> look okay. at that awkwardness. Um, well, I just dropped my uh, quarter two album awards coverage, which is like a, a roundup award ceremony where I give out fun, stupid, or serious awards to albums that I deem the best or worst of the quarter. And that took up like a considerable portion of my past month. So uh, that's out now if you want to watch that on the main channel. And tonight after this uh ends our stream ends i'm dropping my logic review so okay the final logic album review yes okay, yeah the final the album final no pressure mark no mark. pressure to go check it out but do it mark what do you have coming up soon um okay for me um i was actually planning on having on the pulse out tomorrow it's going to be delayed till friday this week has been stupid don't even want to go into details about that. Up until recently, newest episode of Billboard Breakdown dropped yesterday. On Monday, I had the Taylor Swift review. Honestly, that album is really damn good and only growing on me with more repeated listens. I still, think it's, I still think it's inconsistent. And I still don't. I might like Lover as a listening experience a little more than Folklore. Do you hear that? Honestly. Do you hear that? That's the Taylor fans coming to racing towards you running yes well that's running. okay that's okay i dated one for a lot of last year so i'll, I'll be able to handle that you know how to, know how to diffuse it. Okay. that's good that's i know good. how to diffuse it um <laughs> so it, overall i feel like the big project i'm currently working on behind the scenes is my albums of the 2010s ah. i would love to have the time to finish going through that list because it's going to be a top 100 and it is massive and I keep trying to get the time to listen to like five or six albums in a go, and it's just a lot. Fair enough. It'll be worth it though in the long run. Yeah, I'm hoping I can get it out before the end of the summer. That's my awesome. plan. I think you can do that. So, Crash, what do you have coming up soon? Thank you. I was going to be like, okay, was my segment just. No, that's all you get. With no, my no, no, no. no, we cut yours, Crash. I'm not, I'm not that <laughs> no. big of a jerk. <laughs> Uh, I actually, um, I just recently dropped um, 
I recently dropped uh, my latest episode of Fimmy here for quarter two of 2020. Uh, 40 albums reviewed on that. Um, those are always a fun blast. You know, those are always a nice rapid fire kind of thing. And and a lot of interesting stuff on that video, too. That's definitely worth checking out. Um, outside of that, I also recently dropped uh, my How to Get Into Dark Souls video here. That's another really good. big one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, I know a little outside of the thing I usually do, but it's, again, people really seem to like it. It's, uh, again, that's that was a fun video to work on. I'm just a huge Dark Souls nerd in the world, so it was just fun to gush for way too goddamn long about it but Fair enough. yeah no that was fun and um something if uh if you don't mind me announcing a little thing here um at the end uh, that's after uh, the rock coliseum here so don't go rushing away or anything but at the end of the rock coliseum i will actually be posting the next uh producers poll over on my patreon we're going to vote on the next long-form video uh, that's going to pop up on the channel, and that is going to be an episode of I Love This Song. That's what, that's what we're going to do. I, yeah, it's, we're, okay, after the last couple of bits I've done here, like I, I, I and 2020 in general, I need something to chill with here, like Fair legit, enough. don't we all? Uh -oh. mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, another episode. We're going to be voting on another episode of I Love This Song. I've got six tracks picked out. And if you want to head over to Patreon, it's only a $1 pledge or more to get into the producer's poll where you can vote on what that song is going to be. I'm going to be posting that after the Rock Coliseum, like literally immediately after we finish. That poll is going to go up. So if you guys want to head over to uh, patreon.com slash crashthompsonxo, you can check that out when it drops and you can be able to influence what the next big, long uh, video I do is. So I would also just like to add all three of these gentlemen have Patreon accounts that are very active and yes. supportive. Please consider checking them out. $2 a month goes a long way. And I speak on this out of personal experience as I have a Patreon account too. And I can speak on behalf of these guys because I'm sure they feel the same. We all love our fans and supporters, but we love our patrons more. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry, we do have favorite children. Your parents lie to you. There is always a favorite child. And for us, it's our patrons. That's just how it is. Was that a good sales pitch? I felt like I nailed it. I, I feel like I really, I really you nailed it. Work. Thank you. You nailed I it. Good, I cannot yeah. agree nor disagree, and my lawyer will be in touch if I, if I stand by that statement or not. <laughs> I just couldn't possibly comment. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Give me thirty seconds. I just need to switch out my chair because, like, I'm scooting back and forth. I need to get a stool, and then we'll be ready to go. Okay. Okay. Thirty I seconds. Need to grab a drink here myself. Okay, grab a drink. Entertain okay. anyone as much as you want. Don't talk about me though. All right, Mark, uh, what shall we do now that we finally have the control that we wanted over this stream? This is kind of what we've been planning anyways to branch off into our own rock. Okay, we have this entirely as a hip-hop stream. We're just going to be talking entirely about the newest advances in trap music. I feel like... And you invited was... me on? Exactly. <laughs> I feel like your perspective would just be invaluable to discussing the newest stuff we're getting from DaBaby and Roddy Rich. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah, a bad what I have to say on that. Oh, we're... Oh, we're just we're informing you we're re we're reinventing Rock Coliseum to specifically focus on trap music. Oh, and and we and we're looking to get we're looking to get John's contribution specifically on what he invited me on as the first guest because exactly. clearly, I, clearly I, I feel I like his perspective on Roddy Rich would be extremely rich and in depth. Well, you know, I feel like he's kind of put himself in a box. You know what I mean? Damn it! Should I leave for another? Should I leave for another thirty seconds and get this back on track now? Yikes! 
Crash, with one pun. Crash, they're talking about trap music. That's what happens when we leave them unattended. And not the album by T.I. either. That's a great album. <laughs> it is. It is. And I recently covered that album on an episode of 7 on Sunday. I love that album. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, if we're all situated, we will go through as many Super Chats as we can. You can still get them in. Again, they're read at random. So don't feel like you don't, you're at a disadvantage if you haven't got it in just yet. Let me pull up the chat. Do this. This is always interesting because some of the super chats are either amazing or wildly inappropriate. There's never any gray area. Never, ever, yeah. ever, ever. Okay, pull this out. Sorry, I gotta get this all this stuff out of the way. Thank you guys again. Hit the like button if you haven't already. It helps a ton oh. for this video. Thank you guys. Go ahead. Uh, today I have no audio. Uh, can you, you guys hear me? You're good. Okay? Yes. We're yeah, right. you're good. Yeah, I can okay. hear you. Can everyone? Uh, I think he just chat? wasn't saying anything, guys. Chat, <laughs> uh, let us know. But uh, yeah, I can uh, you let hear us know if you us all. Yeah, they, they're saying I got muted, but if you guys can hear me, that doesn't that make doesn't make sense. any sense because we wouldn't. So. I wouldn't be able to hear. They wouldn't be able to hear all three of you because you're. All yeah, the, the chat's line. slightly delayed. I just think you weren't yeah. talking at the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair. I can hear y'all. Uh, Can't hear crash. Okay, your audio is back. Good now. I can hear you. Okay. Now I can hear you okay. crash. Perfect. Thank Go. you. Like this that video if you can hear Crash. Perfect. Hold it with ransoms over their heads, Luke. Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's better than like we did two times ago when the pandemic started. If you've washed your hands already, <laughs> like this video. And then like we got a good amount of people, but it wasn't anywhere close and we were all disgusted. A lot of you didn't yes. wash your hands, you sick nasties. Gross. Some people are probably watching on like a device where they can't actually access the like yeah, button somehow. <laughs> like I can't do it. <laughs> okay, super chats. Okay, this is gonna be something. And right. we got the first one here. It is, huh? That's actually not too bad. Okay, from Goku Sun DBZ, Bowling for Soup versus Fallout Boy. I know oh. the answer to this one yeah. already. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a chance? Okay. In order, I read them. Okay. Bowling for soup. One, two, three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Fall thank you. <laughs> Fallout boy. One, two, three. We'll go a bit quicker on this one. Nothing against bowling for soup, but... Um, both the talents and the novelty of Bowling Pursuit is charming, and I like the music, but Fall Out Boy have truly strong albums in the 2000s that are untouchable. 2000s. Yeah, yeah, and but the, the Bowling Pursuit frontman, he is the voice of Chuck E. Cheese now in the commercials, so what do you got on that? I thought they went bankrupt. Uh, they're, 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 do you know how much money that he demands? I mean, he's like the biggest one on the payroll. Come on. You gotta, uh, be, you gotta pay the voice of Chuck. Does anyone else have anything they want to add to Bowling for Soup? And I will say, okay. for as bad as some of Fallout Boy's more recent output has been, I mean, people, the, that doesn't cancel out the good stuff. I agree. Bowling for Soup, I, I can remember like two songs from them, yeah. and like that's about it. At least Fall Out Boy. One's 1985, right? That's that <laughs> the song. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's like the one. But yeah, I own multiple Bowling for Soup albums. Okay. So I have like two or three of them. Um, 
I will stick up for them more than most, but let's be honest, like it's not even a fair matchup. It's like not. it feels like you're getting like you're getting a jobber undercard against your main title act. Like it's not yeah. it's not fair. I agree. Yeah. So. It, it, Hulk Hogan versus Norman Smiley, and that's just not fair. And we like it's Norman really Smiley, but even so, yeah, it's yeah, not fair. Yeah. So it's the big wiggle. Yeah, exactly. So how does? <laughs> oh, I remember the day. I remember the WCW dance. So how does Bowling for Soup die in the Coliseum? Chuck E. Cheese hmm. goes bankrupt. Chuck E. Cheese death. They get <laughs> killed by Chuck E. Cheese. They're funding the band right now. Oh, no, but man. I remember seeing something surrounding Chuck E. Cheese maybe going bankrupt. So like, yeah, I did see in states. Yeah, in states they filed already. So yeah, I mean, we'll think about it. What's if you're worried about a pandemic? Chuck E. Cheese Who's is going to go to the last place. Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my gosh, no, Ugh. man. Uh, good one. Good suggestion though. I do like it. Moving on. And to the next super chat from Jacob Sanchez. My, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Maybe I just wrote there. My bloody Valentine. We've not done that one yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone have mm-hmm. an opinion? Yep. Yeah. Okay. My bloody Valentine on three. One, two, three. I kind of hate. To, oh wait, wait. Oh, okay. I, I was confusing them for someone else. I'm sorry. Who are you confusing them for? I was confusing my Valentine. Uh, for my Valentine. Yeah. Wow, that is I'm a big I, difference. I'm glad I realized that mistake. Holy oh, oh no! Oh no! That would have been a moment. We're all just over here giving enthusiastic Ooh. thumbs up to Bullet for my Valentine. Yeah, I was like, I was like, wait, okay, wait. That's oh wait, this it's is, not that Valentine. This it's is late eighties, early nineties. My bloody yeah, Valentine. Yeah, yeah. Of course. John, why don't you go first for My Bloody Valentine? We'll keep our thoughts quick on this one because this was unanimous. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean Loveless is a outright classic. Yeah. Uh I mean that album, like literally probably at this point up there. It's somewhere in my top fifty of all time, I'm sure. But um as I've gotten more into even stuff outside of that, it just it, it speaks for itself. They got that sound. They pretty much pioneered the shoegaze genre. Like with the glide guitar technique that uh is it kevin shields is that his name am i right about that yeah kevin shields yeah anyways just the way the sounds that they're able to emit and especially like in the late 80s early 90s they just they clearly influenced like a ton of bands that still to this day so okay mark you have anything you want to add for my bloody valentine not a lot they were not a go-to shoegaze band for me um i put the early slow dive i would argue there's other acts in that very specific niche in the very late 80s, early 90s that do it a little more for me. But My Bloody Valentine was always really good, and so, like I can't complain about them. They, they do what they do extremely well, and while they've been a little patchy at points, I still, I'm, I'm going to like them. Okay. Crash, anything you want to add for My Bloody Valentine? Am I fired for that mistake? Man, I really no, feel like that. Like the chat get, is just saying, for the like, name, just for the, the names, I going, get it. It'd be, yeah, like the chat is going kind of nuts over it. Like crash, one hundred rate your music users cried out in pain. I, 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 I felt they that one. should. Yeah, no, I got it. But no, I, I get. I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I just yeah, that's on me. That's on me. But I, I don't have too much else to add here, except that man, 
My Bloody Valentine, they can be a little uneven in places. Some of their stuff doesn't hold up as well as some people like to think it does, but no one can argue the influence they've had. No yeah. one can argue that the great stuff in their catalog is just revolutionary, man. That is some of the best music to come out of the 80s. Yeah. Like, yeah, just absolutely. Cannot argue it. Even though, yeah, so again... I, I almost confused my bloody Valentine for bullet for my Valentine. Uh, I'm, mad. I'm not going to lay that one down. Uh, I got embarrassing stories too. Really quick, oh, first, okay. um, I, John beat me to it. Loveless is the one thing that I would always recommend people check out for my bloody Valentine. I do kind of agree with Crash. I'm not going to say everything is flawless from them. There are some moments where I just kind of there, but at the same time, there is stuff definitely going out of your way to hearing from this band because they not only influenced many many acts man generations after them but they really have fallen by the wayside they're not as appreciated for what they started in my mind if that makes sense yeah so. yeah go check out only shallow you and if that hooks you then keep going yeah there you go good, there you good go. Call. that was a good go. good suggestion okay and we go over here also for a really quick embarrassing story so that way Crash doesn't feel alone. I always tell this embarrassing story to make people laugh. It has nothing to do with music. When we were learning state capitals in third grade, I didn't know how to pronounce Cheyenne, Wyoming. But I do remember consistently hearing the character on Martin called Shinene. So I've loved for a long time. I thought Shinene was the capital of Wyoming. That's amazing. That's amazing. I was nine years old. And I heard Shanene all the time. I've never heard C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E. Who has? So I said Shanene, Wyoming in front of the class. So. Oh, So that That's a heartwarming story. I was nine. I don't feel embarrassed by it. Come on. How was your teacher a big Martin fan? Oh, man, that would have been great if she was. No, she was not. <laughs> I, think, I think if I remember, just kids were like confused. Like, what? So, again, I probably was confused. I was nine, so, but I just distinctly remember Shanene, Wyoming, and being corrected, Cheyenne. So, okay. Y'all ain't got Shanene fever. <laughs> Let's go to Shanene. Cheyenne? Yeah, Shanene. Okay. So, okay, uh, now, oh, see, now the chat's ripping me apart for Shanene. I don't care. I'll, take, uh, I'll die on that hill. That's fine. And next get, Super Chat. Yes. Next one is from Jack, Jacob... Nicola, Nicola, sorry again for pronunciations. I'm terrible about this. Hey, we got actually got to this one though. Garbage versus the Cardigans. I don't know the Cardigans. I don't know. Again, I don't know. They 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 were much much bigger in Europe. They had like a one hit wonder in the U.S. Though. Yeah, I know which one they're talking about. Love me, say that you love me. Oh, yeah, I don't like that song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you guys don't, don't have any opinion, I'll just give mine. Uh, does anyone else have an oh, opinion? No, 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 I like garbage. garbage. Okay. Garbage. Okay. Garbage. One, two, three. I love Again, you. I don't feel like this is a Shirley favorite. Manson. Shirley Manson is a national treasure, and she's not even from America. So you know what? You'll you'll never hear me say a bad thing about garbage, the band. So I have to, <laughs> I have to clarify. Garbage. I have to clarify. And you think anyone have anything you want to add about garbage? This is a good time to talk about them. Not about garbage, but I will say, in the Cardigans' defense, mm-hmm. they have some of the cutest Black Sabbath covers you'll ever hear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, yes, right. that is a thing. The My Cardigans Aussie have covered. I have to cover several up Aussie. Does he know about this? 
Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Oh no, they're great. Like look those up sometime. That's like a, a gimmick of theirs. Oh, They'll just okay. cover a random Black Sabbath song every once in a while. And they're fantastic too. They're adorable. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Anyone else have anything they want to add for garbage or the cardigans? I wish I liked the cardigans more. Like I don't like Love Fool. Like I think that song is just kind of most really, of their stuff is really not, gr- most of their music is not like Love Fool either. I know it is. Yeah, exactly. which, 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 which kind of frustrates me that that was the song that got big because I found it really, really annoying. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like they they they're fine. But garbage is kind of in a different tier. I feel like again, undercard versus main act. Like it's not fair. Yeah. it's not a fair comparison. I agree. So okay, John. Anything else you wanted to add? Or uh, thank you to whatever rock band soundtrack featured garbage music uh, because that's what got me into them. Fair enough. <laughs> I think I'm paranoid. So the cardigans die in the Rock Coliseum. I don't even know how to give them a death. I don't. Um... It's just by saying who, and then they just fall down the well. <laughs> what was that really? What was that really kind of crummy like alt rock album they tried to do? The one they did after Love Fool, like that. Oh, I don't even remember which one I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, I know what like you're talking that. about. It's just not. It's not sticking. Yeah, they have to make a sequel to that. I feel like that'd be it. I feel like that'd be a killer. Okay, fair <laughs> well, enough. Well, Taylor Swift already made a song called Cardigan on her newest album, and frankly, uh, oh crap, I that's go right. That. They're gonna be forgotten now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, all of the Google searches are gonna be for Taylor now. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. That was a good. That was that was a fun little suggestion. That wasn't too bad. Okay. Moving on. And go here. Random. Okay. Interesting enough. From Bandon Berenfeld, we have AFI versus Blink One Eighty Two. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. I have an answer. All right. Okay. Everyone, yeah. Okay. I have one too, I guess. Yeah, I'm kind of torn. It's not even so much I'm torn. It's just like I'm trying to figure out how to compare each. Them yeah, to very each different worlds. Different, wheel different wheelhouses here. Yeah. Um, I suppose I have an answer here. I do too. Okay, for AFI. Okay. One, two, three. I might be alone on this. Okay, okay. I was. Oh, I, okay. I'm more stronger. Okay, and then for Blink, one, right. two, three. Okay. John, any thoughts for Blink? I mean, God, it is very hard to compare because I really yeah, do I love both bands. And both of them, for me, are acts that have kind of gaping holes in some of their albums and their later year material, especially like some... I think I think it's just the AFI's like from Crash Love onwards has just kind of fizzled out for me. Like a lot of the stuff just doesn't do a ton for me. And Blink's last album actually surprised me with some like actual like stuff that I connected with. I, I think it's just more of a thing that I have a cemented place in my heart for more of Blink's discography. Okay. Crash, why does AFI get the thumbs up? Again, this isn't exactly entirely fair on my point, because AFI, they were like one of my favorite bands for like the longest bloody time. I but but the thing is, I feel like Blink-182, they are out there making pop punk. And, you know, they've done it in some different ways. They've taken different spins on it. But that's about the only trick to their book, really. I would say everything they've done is one variation of pop punk or another. Mm -hmm. AFI has done a lot more 
they've, they've been a lot more eclectic. Their earlier catalog, when it was more skate punky, they progressed to a more goth punk, a more sort of dark sort of sinister vibe. They moved into more of a dark alternative direction. And that when they broke through to a major label, they mm. were able to get really big and grandiose. They have had a much more interesting career trajectory than Blink have overall, I would say. And you know, some of their, some of their biggest bops, like the biggest songs from most of Blink's catalog, you know, they're the silliest, you know, they're the all the small things, they're the the stuff that gets memed, you know, don't waste your time on me, you know. I like that song. Me too. I like it too, but the memes ruined it. The memes kind of, you know, the, like you're not going to get, it's not going to get as, uh, AFI aren't quite as mimetic. They've got some mimetic stuff out there, but like, I don't know, I feel like AFI just hits harder than Blank on the grand scale of Again, I'm not sure this is an, an entirely fair comparison because they are doing two very different things. But like, I don't know. I just Time. I will sit down. I will sit down for AFI way more likely than Blink. Just in my book, Mark. Why does AFI get the thumbs up over Blink? I'll keep this quick because I'm I'm pretty lukewarm on both acts. Um, I think AFI just have a little bit more replay value for me. A little bit broader, as what Crash described, more in the discography that I would naturally go back to. I think that Blink has better singles for sure in terms of songs that just punch immediately and have more distinctive impact. But AFI to me have the better albums. And I think the AFI albums I like, I would go back to a bit more. And again, this is all on a very lukewarm basis. So I'm not revisiting either band that much. Okay. And just for me, for really quickly, I like both bands fine. It's just, I feel like AFI have always been very underrated for their instrument work and actually cre creating yes. groups and songs and things like that. Not to say that Blink doesn't, but I feel AFI has more variety in that style, especially in some of that 2000s work. And I'm not going to say everything from AFI was a masterpiece. It was not, but same for Blink either. So I'm just barely for AFI. Because every now and then AFI also have like an album come out that actually this was like surprisingly good, even if it doesn't get the same critical attention that Blink will get. AFI is fine. Yeah. So, how does Blink die in the Coliseum? They lose Matt Skiba and they have to find another fill in. And they pretty much have already ditched him on all the features they cash in. Bummer. Matt Skiba's never involved in those. That's a bummer. <laughs> That's a big bummer, yeah. Uh, Skiba deserves better, dude. He's, mm -hmm. he's he does. Bad. He does. I agree. Mm -hmm. So, moving on from Devin Sterling Coheed and Cambria versus Angels and Airwaves related oddly enough <laughs> the ends yeah oh the ends yeah huh i have an opinion does everyone else i do too i have okay. one too i have one too okay since we're going through this in the reading coheed and cambria one two three okay okay yeah. and then for angels okay. and airwaves one two three okay so mark why don't you go first for angels and airwaves um I will stick up for Angels and Airwaves as having albums that, for what they're doing, they were at least trying to do that spacey, flighty sound a little bit more interestingly. Um, I find Coheed like, just interminable, like, not interminable, like, I just find them excruciating to get through on most albums. They had one project where they decided to write a hook, and then they decided to never do that again. So... Uh. <laughs> And, and you know what, as much as I've developed a real frustration with a lot of prog metal and prog rock that this basically decides, we're just going to make a wank for six to eight minutes, and we're just going to jerk off all over the place. And frankly, like, at this point... What's going on I in the studio? So 
Well, beyond that, at this point, yeah, what, I, at this point, if your wank is not even all that interesting, or it doesn't build up to more, the circle jerk is nobody's oh fun, and everyone leaves like callous. Like, come on. He says, "What Mark, kind of conversation did this this, this go down into?" <laughs> Well, I guess I'm on Mark's side now. I don't want to go up against that. <laughs> I'll be brief. Um, I can't argue that Goheed and Cambria just go off the rails after a while. Claudio Sanchez is the greatest strength of the band and the biggest weakness because he just refuses to stop writing nonsense. Can I call it nonsense? Is that yeah. fair? Uh, who can keep up with the lore? Who can keep up? A fantastic guitar player. I love his voice. He has a band behind them that knows how to play. They just cannot focus. I still put that above Angels and Airwaves because Coheed and Cambria, they have definitely always had my, like, they've always had my attention one way or another. There's been songs from Angels and Airwaves where I could not even paid to be noticed to, to notice i just can't there's just nothing yeah. that sparks any emotion for me for some of their stuff i still like them fine i'm just saying though there's more to dive into with coheed and cambria for good or bad but i'll take that for what it's worth i completely do agree with the sentiment maybe not the actual analogy but the sentiment of what mark was trying to put um for six to eight minutes of just guitar high 15 fret guitar shredding tapping for no reason while singing about oh domino the alien right rushing down <laughs> to save his alien bride what are you doing i don't know what's going on please domino the alien i must have missed that domino one of the characters is named domino in one of the albums i know that for a fact so it's the armory wars right that's the whole the wars. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That whole thing. John. In volume 48, section 15 of comic 12. I forgot my appendices. Do I need that to translate any of the works? Crash, why don't you go for um, Coheed and Cambria? Again, like, for as graphic as your analogy was, Mark, I cannot disagree. I cannot disagree one iota because, yeah, Coheed have their problems. I have gone out. I have gone off on some of the problems that Coheed has. Uh-huh. I don't know. At the end of the day, God damn, are they ambitious. I have to give them credit for their That's ambition. I have to give them credit for their talent. They can really play. They can really just deliver. And again, it's another one of those factors that, man, the people who are ride or die for Coheed, they don't give a fuck because they are giving them just everything they want and more. So I got to give them credit. There. They'll take out like, a loan on their house again, to buy that LP box set that they put out and all the comic <laughs> books and stuff. They don't care. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You know what? I, I, I have my frustrations with Coheed, but I will certainly give them credit where it's due. Angels and Air. See, the thing is, Coheed, I feel like their problem is over ambition, whereas Angels and Airwaves' problem is just like delusion. Like, I mean, here's, here's the thing. Like, like, I know Coheed and Cambria can be wanky, but God, have you heard some of these Angels and Airwaves lyrics? And I love lovely love. Love is lovely love. Did you know? I love love and all is love. I'll make two albums about love. Like, Dude, Tom, you are not nearly as deep as you think you are. You don't play as well as you think you are. These lyrical themes do not mean what you think they mean. Bro, I, I've said Coheed have, have been buried up their own ass, but Tom DeLong thinks he can sing. <laughs> oh. 
I, I'm sorry. I know that's harsh. I apologize wow. to all the Angels and Airwaves fans that are at my door right now waiting to rip me limb from limb, but I'm sorry. It's especially those last few Angels and Airwaves albums. Like the, the albums where like Adam Ward and the rest of the guys who are in the those first two albums, after they all left, man, yeah, the I, quality is yeah, it was a dreamwalker. I'm not. You're not going to find me defending albums like yeah. that. Yeah, John. Yeah, why, no, do, why does Coheed no. get the thumbs up over Angels and Airwaves? Oh my! Well, my God, I'm almost inclined to switch signs after that argument from Crash just to rebuttal a few of those points. But uh, um, fine, fine. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I like. I really do like them as a live band, Coheed, that is. Uh, I saw them last year. Uh, my friend's wife actually I've bought before, like yeah. me and my friend meet and greets with the band, and yeah. we skipped it because I didn't want to meet them. I was like, I just don't, I wouldn't get anything from this, so I'm just not going to do it. It just didn't seem like something I wanted to do. But um, I'm not a huge fan of either. I will say, though, that since the original members of Angels and Airwaves came back, I have really liked like the past three singles they've dropped, and that really caught me off guard. I've, so, I haven't heard them all, I, but I know they're trying. They're trying to. Yeah, they're definitely trying again, and I didn't feel like they were trying for like seven years. So yeah, we'll see. That it, this thumb could go to a different side if you ask me again in six months. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. So as of now, we'll how do angels and airwaves die in the Coliseum? <laughs> I don't know. Lo- the one thing that Crash did mention was the Love Project, which I thought was crap. And I, I agree with yeah. that. That's crap. Um, so crap. they have to make a scene. <laughs> I would just they have to make part good. They have to make as many parts the Love Project as there are for the sequels of the Amory Wars. <laughs> oh god! Ouch. Do they have to make com- oh, Do they have to make comic books with them too? Like just like saying love. They already do. Ugh. Yeah, they oh. already do. No, but like yeah. for that though, like in that style of Claudio Sanchez comic books, but the love oh. project. <laughs> oh my god! Also, have to collaborate together on a comic. By the way, can we just oh, don't don't get ideas? Don't. By the way, don't think that I'm skimming over the fact that Crash Thompson just gave one of his best impressions ever at Rock Coliseum history, <laughs> zooming yeah. into the camera, going love, 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 love. <laughs> so I, I do not like Angels and Airwaves. I'm not a big Tom DeLonge fan at the best of times. Like, yeah, I'm <laughs> I sorry, <see> that. people. <laughs> if, uh, am I canceled? Is that what finally cancels me? I, I don't know. If Mark can get away with saying what he said about Coheed, I think you're fine for... <laughs> yeah, I'm the one who's going to get the backlash for all the wank. Dude, the Coheed... The, the Coheed... Oh, saying wank. Well, okay, no, that's the out. That is the out of text con. The, I would appreciate any. I would appreciate show. any Patreon supporters because my channel is just the unmonetized from every video from now on. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Oh, dude, there's <laughs> too much wank. <laughs> too, too much wank. Too much love. Just all over the place. Oh gosh. Too much oh. love, wank. <laughs> I'm getting that big vaudeville hook from Chris Doman, The Who, that Mongolian band, the Mongolian metal band that's been tearing it up on radio ra- lately. Oh, yeah. Has, are you guys familiar with him? If you're not familiar, it's fine. I'm not. I'm okay. so familiar. No. We'll be crashing. No. I'll be really, really quick. The Who. Yeah. One, two, three. Damn. I do, too. I like what they're doing. Super Very creative. inventive. Super creative. And they're yeah. finding the right people to switch in and out with different voices. They made Jacoby Shaddix yeah. did a great job. Uh, Lizzie Hale did one. The first one with the guy, Danny Case. Is that from Rashes to New? I don't really care for From Rashes to New. He did a good job with that song. 
Yeah, so. he, he did better than I figured he was going to do. Yeah, yeah no, no. It's a the true... Good, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I could easily see that. Like those guys are building a really interesting niche right now, and mm. I could see that blossoming into a very interesting project down the line. Yeah. I like what I've heard from them so far. For sure. I am very confused. The, the, the H U. The H U. H U. Oh, I was thinking like either the Who, the band, or else the Who is in the World Health Organization. So. <laughs> see, I'm positive that's that has to be part of the reason they picked their name, just for the trolls. Maybe. You know, just Probably. for the joke. Also, we don't care. We're American. We don't care about the World Health Organization. <laughs> right. Well, apparently not. We left. Right. <laughs> apparently. Oh my God. Uh, don't help us. I'm so pleased. <laughs> Rub, scroll down. Da, 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 da. That's not a rock band. Thank you, though. Rowan something said Wu Tang Clan. Um, uh-uh. I don't know uh, if that okay. really comes up. But yeah, we'll give a thumbs up. Yeah, that's fine. There you go. Got to move on. Wu Tang's for the children. Yes. Okay, and here we go. Sorry, I keep switching all over. Huh. Album versus album from two different bands. I don't know if we've done this one before, but this is interesting. Three Days Grace, okay. 1X, versus Breaking Benjamin, Phobia. Ew. Oh, oh shush, Mark. <laughs> it's, oh. It has to have been... 15, step out of it. I'm going to step out of this. I'm not as familiar with both. So. Okay, fair enough. It has to have been 15 years since I've listened to either. I mean, same, but I could probably do this. Okay. For Three Days Grace, 1X. One, two... Three. See, I had a feeling. Yeah. yeah. And for Breaking Benjamin, Phobia. One, two, three. John, in your defense, it just barely for yeah, me. Yeah, me too. This is a just barely. And like, I, I didn't even think you liked Phobia. Uh, I, I kind of don't, but I'm just not a big fan of One X, dude. I'm sorry. It does dude, nothing for me. best album by a long shot. I'll just say this. Eh. Both albums are singles albums to me. If that makes yes. sense. Yes. That's how I feel. Very good. I feel Phobia and 1X have like one of those one or two killer radio tracks and they are awesome. And oh man, I would have to, I would honestly have to listen to both again, but Phobia at least stuck with me a little longer. And that's all I'm basing this on. That's it. I, uh, to, to be honest, that's either. kind of my same argument too. Okay. I can't. Yeah, I can remember at least a few songs off of Phobia. Diary of Jane is off of Phobia, right? Like, that's that's a decent song, you know? For as much grief as I've given Breaking Benjamin over here, like, I, you know, I can... They've, they've got a few good songs. I don't even remember what's on 1X. Uh, uh, I Hate Everything About You? Is that on that one? That's on the first one. No, album, that's, right? no yeah, I, that's the other one. I could see, so I couldn't even tell you what 1X... I couldn't even tell you anything about 1X, man. It's, it's just left my memory over okay. all these years. I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry. And John, are we still friends? And does three yeah. days? why do you think Three Days Grace gets the thumbs up? I mean, 1X is easily their best full-length album, and I would completely disagree with the singles-only statement. I think some of the best songs on that album are actually deep cuts on that record. And coming, I mean, I honestly don't think outside of that, Three Days Grace have another, like, full album that I just, like, every track, like, 
I'm here for it. One X is the only album in their discography like that for me. So, to be fair, I have not heard every album from Three Days Grace, so I can't make the full argument. Oh, they've, there's, they've never done anything else. I don't know. I have not heard everything from them. So, also, someone put a super chat. I, I misspoke. One is on and Justice for All, not Ride the Lightning. I think I misspoke when I said that. Eh, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Awesome. I'm a Master of Puppets fanboy. So, going to the next one. Da da da. Okay, very quickly, this is not because this popped up. Sober Kennedy said, thanks, Crash, for introducing me to Moron Police. That's the super chat. Oh, happy to oblige, man. He introduced us too, so, yeah. Yeah, A vote on the sea, people. Check that album out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we go to Gonzo Lude. I know we haven't done this one before. Cheap Trick. Oh, I wouldn't say I'm um, experienced enough to give a thumbs up or a thumbs down, to be honest. Okay. Uh, see, I, I'm not sure. I I could participate, but I would be probably... I, I, I This is a soft participation on my part. Okay. okay. Mark, do you have an answer that you want to... Okay, for sure. Yeah. Crash, you want to participate? I think I need to sit out. I only know like five uh, songs, and I love them, but I know those five. Yeah, I I'm with Luke. Luke. Okay. I know enough. I, I, you know, I'll participate. See, that's I okay. can. So Crash and Mark, for Cheap Trick... One, two, three. A bit uh, tentative. Like for me, this is a bit. Eh, this is a bit. Eh, but okay. you know, Mark. Eh. Since you set out the last one, why don't you go first? Listen to a fair bit of Cheap Trick in university. Actually, I I'm reasonably familiar with the band. I think they are a singles band by far for yeah. a lot of their sound is. And I think they are a band where if you get the greatest hits, you get the best out of this band pretty consistently. Um, but at the same time. What they did was really good. Like it's yeah. catchy, it's it's well delivered. I think when they got a little bit weirder at the end of the seventies and beginning of the eighties, I think they've got some decent stuff there. Um, again, they're a hard band for me to dislike. Like for when it comes out of that particular era of radio rock, I'm generally a pretty easy sell for it. And cheap trick, they're never they're not going to break the bank. They're not going to do anything that's going to put them above and beyond. But they are a very solid act. For me very solid and crash why does cheap trick get a thumbs up and to be honest i would agree with mark entirely here like um I, I, my participation for this one was kind of a soft participation because I, i'm a basic hitch bitch when it comes to this band i don't know too much outside of why what's is that on not my greatest a, why are you hits. not selling that t-shirt that is merchandise gold crash it is oh, it actually it's is. greatest hits bitch. oh yeah that that's that's something but but no it's like man you pick up their greatest hits collection you'll have a good time with it yes. for sure yes. they're cheesy they're like they are the daddiest of dad bands. They really are. They're a good they're dad. Like, they're the they're Warner is the daddiest okay, of dad yeah, bands. There you go. But Cheap okay, Trick's a fun dad good. band. There's an embarrassing Cheap dad Trick band and a fun. fun dad band. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like, even if you don't like them, they're not worth, like, hating. They're out there doing their thing, and they're good at what they do, you know? I can't fault mm. them for it, even if it is super duper cheesy at times. Hey, man, Dream Police is a bop. Yeah. I'll cop for that. Man. I love. I want you to love me. I know it's that's super yeah. cheese, but I love it. I can't oh. help it. So surrender. Yeah, yeah. Surrender. good. Voices is really good too. That's the four. That seventy show the theme song. Know, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So from Wade Two K One, Cold War Kids. Oh, here we go. Oh. Crash it's out. I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cold War Kids. One, two, three. I'm the only one, huh? Okay. 
Fair enough. I'm just barely on the thumbs up because I think I come from a weird way where Robbers and Cowards was my jumping on point, and that's my favorite album from them, and that's the best thing mm-hmm. they've done. And every album since then has not been great, but they've had moments. I've seen them live twice. They sound fine. I feel like that's why I'm just barely in the thumbs up. I feel like Cold War Kids are harmless, and they, I wish they are. They are harmless. <laughs> They're aggressively the harmless, though. It's just because Robbers and Cowards, that's the one album that pushes me just barely above that thumbs up that I really enjoy. The deep cuts on that and the singles, I love. So that's it. I'm not going to really defend them, though. I, that's all I can really say. So, Mark, you had the most um, discomfort look for Cold War Kids, so go for it. These, this band is not any good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I put them. In the, I, I put the. I put this in the same category as an act that I'll say it. I put the Neighborhood in a similar category in a similar group of bands that came mm. out of that early 2010 sound yeah. that was very washed out. It didn't do anything interesting. It was perfect for soundtracking those winsome middle brow it's commercial it's commercial rock yes Absolutely. it's commercial core yes it's Sell me a Jeep. Yes. and it's more, more to the point it's early commercial core and it was so indicative of that sound i found the albums tedious i found the lyrics completely undercooked they weren't as insufferable as the neighborhood eventually wound up becoming mm. but like cold war kids gave me nothing i'm sorry okay yeah and john for cold war kids why do they get the thumbs down yeah they're just aggressively boring. They're so, so middle of the road. Like they have one song that I love and it's called first. That oh, is yeah. the only song that I like from them that I can think of. And that- outside of that, like I've sat through albums before because I used to get a bunch of requests to talk about them years ago. And I joined up. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It really did. It did. I don't get yes. comments about that anymore that I see. So that Robertson Cow's albums was 2008. So oh, wow. That's how far yeah. back it goes. So, Wow. Um, fun fact before you guys kill Cold War Kids. Fun fact, Mark, the fest, the first time I saw Cold War Kids was at a radio festival with the neighborhood. So, as soon as <laughs> oh, who would have guessed that both of them were there know, at a radio right? festival? At a radio station festival in Florida. <laughs> so, how do you guys want to kill ra- uh, Cold War Kids in the Coliseum? Um, Cold War gets hot. <laughs> Actually, if I may bring something Correct. up, the chat has coined a lovely term called commercial core. Yeah. How yeah. about we let how about we let that stick to them for the rest of their career? That's fine. First was on commercials as well. I do distinctly remember that song being Yes, it was. Yeah. So but they're getting hella money for that though. Sure. That doesn't sound like a bad death. They they do well. <laughs> they do well for themselves for sure. They so, do. Okay. They do. So in commercial core, we also throw Bastille, X Ambassadors. X Ambassadors are the champions of that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good call. Good call. Chat room. Good additional core genre that we've made. Hey, it worked. I bought a Jeep. (laughs) Because because of Cold War Kids. Because I heard uh, that Hey, Hey, Hey song from X Ambassadors in the commercial, I was like, I need to get in one of those. Clear. I need (laughs) it. Uh, clearly i do need a test drive <laughs> okay <laughs> from what oh i wanted to make you feel a little unsteady <laughs> i don't feel unsteady at yeah, all in this yeah. the suspension is great <laughs> i've never felt more like a renegade okay oh. enough bad puns let's keep moving i apologize for mispronouncing you're in the chat you help out with the timestamps you are awesome Dragame, and that's all I and I can't pronounce the rest. I'm sorry. The Velvet Underground versus Lou Reed Solo. 
Oh, oh, again, this is two very different conversations here. I feel yeah, I I'll have to tap out for the Lou Reed solo okay. part, to be honest. Tough. That's really that is tough. That's so tough. Yeah. Um. Okay, I got it. Okay, crash. I think I got it too. I, th- I guess I do. Okay, for the Velvet Underground. One, two, three. Really? Okay. Really? really? Interesting. Really? For okay, Lou- I figured somebody would. Just for okay. the video, for Lou Reed. One, two, three. See, now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. I'll be very brief on my thoughts. Um, for Lou Reed, everyone likes to laugh at Lulu. He, he's, his legacy is not Lulu. All the creativity and nope, stuff he did decades before was very heavy and very strong with so much. You know what? I prefer Lou Reed with the Velvet Underground. I just never really saw the dynamic, huge appeal that they earned through. I don't know. The music just never stuck with me. I guess that's a good way to say it. So crash. Why does Lou Reed get the thumbs up? Okay. See, here's the thing. Lou Reed does get a bad rap for Lulu for metal machine music. Okay. Ha ha. Whatever. See, here's to, to those people. I say, go listen to transformer. Go, yeah. listen to Coney, go, go listen to Coney Island, baby. Go yeah. listen to the good stuff that Lou has put out. And you'll be, and you will understand why this man is a legend and why he's done such amazing stuff. And again, this isn't to discredit um, the Velvet Underground either. Like the, the the Velvet Underground and Nico, that album, like just that classic. is a fucking classic. That cannot be denied. Nico's the but only one Nate, I do but remember. Those, yeah. But those of you that aren't super fans, name me another Velvet Underground. Right, and that's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. So, see, they, they, they didn't have quite the. You know, granted, that's not all. That's also not fair because they didn't last as long as Lou Reed's solo career did. So that's again don't. not entirely fair. <laughs> yeah. But like at the same time, I, yeah, at the same time, Lou has made a much more strong impact than the Velvet Underground could in their short time. Just. Go pick. Go listen to Transformer. God damn it, people. Go, go ahead. To Transformer. I'm going to echo a lot of what Crash says, but I'm also going to I'm going to take a very different take on this. I love the Velvet Underground for what they do, but you can argue that there were other acts coming out of the proto punk scene that would have eventually laid the same groundwork that a lot of what the Velvet Underground did. Metal Machine music, I actually like and will defend. And that actually puts it in a category of laying groundwork within noise music and certain types of electronic music that, frankly, is unprecedented. So on that benefit basis alone, plus when you throw in the fact that Lou Reed has classic albums on his own, I'm sick up for Lou Reed. Yeah, fair enough. How does Velvet Underground die in the Coliseum? They're not even there. They're kind of ran themselves. I'm sorry, that that was too dark. That was too dark. Mine was going to be darker. I was going to say, how did Nico die again? Oh. See. Yeah. Yeah. All the crowd Mm. in the Coliseum goes, ah. That was really tasteful. That was tasteless. I'm sorry. (laughs) We need a sad trombone effect. Do you have a sad trombone effect on yours? Oh, look at it. You guys can't hear oh, us, but everyone else heard ah. it. Oh, I was about to say, I heard it. Yeah, I'll pretend Bad I heard trombone. it. Yay. You guys, on the background, <laughs> it'll be timeless and perfect, like Mike for the live show. Oh, 
So okay. we got. I think we got time for two more. I think that's fair to say. Again, we'll go. We'll go. We'll burn through a few of these also. Just like to be fair for the super chats because we did start a lightning round. Light. We'll do a lightning round for okay, sure. Yeah. Thank you guys again. If you haven't hit the like button, please do so. It helps us out a ton. Do two more and okay. There's no way we have done this. I guess it does technically count. Um, Lachlan Willisy says John Mayer. Oh, do we have to? It does. Count. Yeah, we do. And, like of all the stuff we covered, it does count. So, does everyone okay. have an opinion? Yes. Yeah. John Mayer on three. One, two, three. Uh, oh, okay, okay, John. Okay, I knew, I knew okay. John, go ahead and give okay. the thumbs. Why does John Mayer get the thumbs up? Continuum is an amazing album. I think his early stuff was very, very, very aggressively boring. Adult contemporary. Who cares? It's in the supermarket. Whatever. But. John Mayer is a great guitarist. I don't think too many people would disagree with me there. That's Look at his work with Dead and Company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's great live. Um, I, I I love several of his records from Battle Studies to Continuum. Uh, I, I would say that he's kind of done a lot of stuff in the 2010s that I didn't really care about all that much. But still, overall, there's enough there that I'm going to come back to and that I still do come back to. But okay. I know... I get it. I'm prepared for what's coming. Okay. I'll be very brief with mine. Um, exceptional guitarist. I saw him live many years ago at, it was like a multi-genre festival. Everything you've heard about his guitar playing is not only accurate, it's very impressive. He has earned all the accolades. If he was had the fifth grade level of lyric writing, just fifth grade, maybe I would love him even more. His lyric writing is so ridiculously off-putting that I just can't get into it. That being said, I don't hate the guy. I don't. I don't think you can hate John Mayer. I just don't think uh, you can. Mark's looking like he can. <laughs> Not like Coheed and Cambria hate, at least. So, can I, I go, go can ahead? Can I go, go ahead. next? Go ahead, yeah. Go. Correct. Uh, my, comment, my comments can be summed up perfectly by uh, our good friend uh, Aiden King in the chat here. Okay. He describes John Mayer as Dave Matthews for Karens. I would disagree with that, too. Come on. I completely now. disagree. Uh, I gave him a thumbs down, and even I'd disagree with that. <laughs> uh, see, I don't know. A lot of the chat went on the, oh, it's Karen core. It's Karen core. And it's like, I can't i, I, I can't know, argue I, that I can't. but it's like the dave matthews yeah. for carrots that's a weird eh. see there are a lot there are a lot of moms driving minivans who spun the fuck yeah. out of uh, your body as a wonderland back in the day like and, that is yeah. but i feel like so much of the hate for him comes from just those first two albums and i get that but, but he's earned like, it though <laughs> But no, but those were so he's put out way more albums since he has, then. He has. For On sure. top of that, I will argue that John Mayer is also just a charisma vacuum. The dude yes. has like the dude has either a no personality or b the few times he has shown us his personality, it's not a very good personality. And it's like uh, I just I don't know. He I just don't like the guy. He just seems like kind of a twerp. He can play. He can play with the best of them. But again, his lyrics suck, and he's just a very boring person and like i just i don't know i'm not feeling mark. it i'm sorry i'm sorry mark you've been very patient saving your rage how do you feel I, about john i don't even have rage i okay, just have good. thinly veiled <laughs> contempt um like 
because I'm sorry. Everything about John Mayer annoys the piss out of me. He was one of the first reviews I did back in 2013. I reviewed Paradise Valley. The best song there was when he was just on guitar and then Frank Ocean sang, which I, th- which <laughs> yeah. I think was the which I think was indicative of all my issues with John Mayer. Again, phenomenal guitarist. But I actually kind of agree with the whole Dave Matthews band for Karen, for the Karen audience. A lot of this stuff is softer. He plays the more of the jam band vibe. Um, and he and like the Dave Matthews band, the traditional song structure does not do any do him any favors. He's better when he can just get on the guitar and play. The problem is every single studio album, he's either try, he's either cribbing from production styles that he can't pull off effectively, like specifically in the last album where he was trying to be the war on drugs and failing. Um, Ew. I don't even remember and that. Then, no. It was like, then, what was the last album? I don't even remember. Don't even remember it was that. a collection of EPs. It, from what I remember, it did Oh, not, the wave thing? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't yeah. good. Oh, that um, was not good. No. No. My problem is, is he's, he's such a charisma. Uh, you're right with Crash. He's a charisma yeah. vacuum. But he's always been trying to project an air of cool that he can't he pull off. Have. But the thing is, he got his school from being a guitarist, not a personality. So when he tried to do a comedy-style interview with Playboy, and it was awful. I don't know how if any of you guys have read that interview, but he says a lot of bad things, like racist things, and it's it's not pleasant. Yeah, huh. exactly. Uh, again, I get the, I get a weird vibe off of that guy. He just yeah. seems he just seems he just seems weird. I don't well, like he, him. He pissed off every single comedian when he tried to do that comedy style thing because he tried to back it up mm-hmm. with an actual comedy tour. I remember that because like he was like yeah to- yeah he was doing like touring with stand up comedians and he- I remember him doing stuff with Dave Chappelle and stuff too. So and the and, com- and a lot of back behind the scenes a lot of the comedians hated him because okay here's that. this guy who 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 looks like a supermodel dates supermodels and he's this crazy virtuoso guitarist who plays with Kanye West. And now he wants to come do comedy too. Like he's not an underdog. Like what's he supposed to joke about? His own music. <laughs> uh, if only he was that self-aware. If only, man. If only. Ugh. That's why I don't even care. I don't even look into the artists. I don't, I don't give a shit. I just am here for the music. He really is the perfect uh, background noise. Background noise music. I think that's how I feel. Like he's dentist waiting room music. You know. That's. That's put put Hootie on. Hootie is at least Hootie. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, uh, at least at least Hootie's easier to ignore. I can't get over his breathy. That fake breathy, sexy thing he does now. It's trying to be no. like that, but also with a little bit of grunge grit to it. And yeah, it, he, it does, he, he doesn't have the he, body in his voice to pull it off. He doesn't. He really doesn't. So how does he die in the Ugh. Coliseum? I don't even know. He has Another to date, comedy tour. I was going to say, he has, kill to, him. he has to date Jennifer Aniston again? <laughs> Dear John, part two Here's from Taylor Swift. Here's what it is. He has to be the opening act for Kanye West's presidential run. Oh. oh, like he plays the inauguration oh. ceremony? <laughs> no, no, not, not oh. even that. No, he has to like go three to all, doors down. He has, yeah. to go to all, he has to go to all the rallies, and he is the opening act to try to get people excited. Except no one's in the crowd because of a pandemic, so he's just by himself. <laughs> and he has to wear a mask so we can't sing. We can only hear him play. Oh my gosh, I love this idea. <laughs> you got a decent idea. <laughs> yeah. Why can't we do this now? 
Okay. That was me. If that Kanye thing is just going to happen, we may as well let it happen in the most glorious train wreck it can possibly be. Well, don't say that to Nash because basically, uh, like, they stopped off in. uh, Yeah, they stopped, like, in his hometown. So, yeah. Oh, Oh, yikes. So they're going to get a big old spike in, like, five days or so from now. Uh, so we're going to do one more. Then we'll do like maybe like two or three. Do, let's do a lightning round now. Lightning round right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, we're to get as yeah, many just, as we can. Okay. I know a lot of them came there through, go, so. through. I know. Thank yeah. you guys. If you want a chance to do the lightning round, get them in now. Thank you guys again so much. Hit the like button if you have it. This is our chance to go through. Thank you for sticking with us for two hours. Still 391 of you still in there. That's crazy. Thank, Thank you. Very you. Much. To listen to us much. joke around and do this nonsense. That means a lot to us, actually. <laughs> so, okay. And here we go. From Jack Fleming, The Prodigy. Okay. Yeah, just do it. Let's just do a quick thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, exactly. The Prodigy. One, two, three. Limited, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Any any thoughts from anyone? Any thoughts from anyone? Yes. Rest in peace, Keith. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, rest in peace, Keith. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. not too soon, Matt. Uh, From JT Loves Code Lyoko, Elton John versus Freddie Mercury. That's a hard versus. Oof. Oh. You got thoughts? Oh, I'm gonna. Uh, I, I got it. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, mm. I got it. It hurts, but I got it. Okay. So close. For mm. Elton John, one, two, three. Okay. <laughs> and for Freddie Mercury, one, two, three. Uh, I know. Okay. I know. Mine's one hundred percent bias for Queen. That's it. Yeah, same. Bias. Same. I just so. bias. Huge bias. Huge. Bias. At least no one has to die. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, again. Yeah. Again. Oh. Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, as we go through, we did that one from Goku Sun. We did that. We did my bloody Valentine. I'm just scrolling down just from few. Um, from Zan Man, refused versus at the drive-in. I feel like we did this exact one. I think we did do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've done this actually. I'm at the drive-in, but that's just me. Same. Okay. Refuse. Same. Okay. Refuse. Gotcha. Sorry. Okay. Fine. No, it's fine. Okay. From Brandon Berenfeld, the Alan Parsons Project. I am not familiar. I am not. Staying. I don't know. Okay. Enough. Sorry, we don't know that one. Thank you for the super chat. We just don't know that one. Um, yeah. From Goku Sun DBZ. Let me in from Code Orange, the theme for the fiends. So Code Orange in general. Let's just leave it at that. Code Orange. Code Orange. Okay. okay. One, two, three. I'm Come a big on, fan. They're tearing yeah. it up right now. Man. Big Tear it up. Yeah. yeah, by far. Didn't love that last album, but I still they're good. See, I think it wasn't I was as good. I, I agree. It, it was not as good as Forever, but Forever was my number one album that year. So yeah, it's totally, a little yeah. hard for me to. Yeah, that, that was that's gonna be a hard album to top, yeah. but they still did a good job. Mm-hmm. From Wiz Blue, wow, that's a YouTube name. Wiz Blue, B L E W. Smashing Insult your doctor. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it says even better. You're standing outside. <laughs> <laughs> smashing pumpkins overrated or underrated so we'll leave it at smashing pumpkins yeah okay okay one two three yes but my god don't listen to anything after, after 2000 i was gonna i, I would yeah, say a little i would say 2005 2000. 2005 was even mine i'll push it back later but 2005 nothing yeah, yeah. After, um, so you don't want to hear like Zeitgeist on. <laughs> and he has James Eha back, and he still can't do anything now. What what's going on? What's see, heck? That, see, that's sad. That, that, that last sad. record was, was really sad. Yeah. Uh, from no, from Devin Sterling, the Proclaimers. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm backing out mm-hmm. on this one. I don't have enough familiarity with this. So, do you three have? I do. Do you have? Oh, three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Proclaimers. Yeah. One, two, three. Okay. Scottish boys. Yep. And Scottish I boys. would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500. So, also the band's crazy underrated because they actually have a couple, they go really political on their early stuff. I've heard really that before. Good. So, okay. It actually is. Yeah. Like, check out, check out stuff outside of 500 miles, guys. They have some legit good stuff. Yeah. 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 From Dayton Hamilton, Interpol. Oh. Okay. 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 One, two, three. Yeah. It's an eh, but for I, me, it's a little yeah. tentative. A little on the eh, yeah, okay. same. We'll yeah. go really quick, but jo- like just for one person, John, you had double thumbs up on that one. Interpol. Oh, I, I just, I love like anything and like post-punk, post-punk revival. I okay. just, that's, I'll admit my bias for that genre, but I, I love Paul Banks. Paul Banks is like dark brooding vibe and from their debut to really the recent stuff like Morador and everything. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Okay. Um, from Jared Stone, early tool opiate through anima versus late tool lateralis 10,000 days and fear inoculum. So early tool versus late tool. Interesting cutoff point. Uh, yeah, what, what was the cutoff again? Uh, Anima. And then okay. lateralis between those two. So lateralis okay. and onward is late tool. And then uh, opiate, that is early. Mark, I know where your head's at here. I get you. Yeah. Mm. I got an answer. I, got yeah. I have an answer. Yeah, I too. Mine's a little bit easier, but it's whatever. Okay, for early tool. One, two, three. Dude, this breaks my heart, okay. but like, yeah. Fair yeah. Enough. And late tool. One, two, three. That means we don't have to destroy any tool albums. No hard feelings either way, though. Know, yeah, because, you won't right. hear me talk down. Lateralis is <laughs> one of my all time favorites. So, Yes. Yeah. And we'll go to Noxusur, Death Cab for Cutie. Mm. Uh, I could. I could do this. Yeah. Okay, just really quick. It's, light, it's lightning round. Okay. One, two, three. Yeah. Uh, mine is an eh, but mine is a tentative eh. Okay. Like, it's, uh, yeah. Way too nostalgic for me because literally my graduation song was I Will Follow You Into the Dark. Oh, oh wow. That's not okay. bad. It's, it's kind of song. depressing, but yeah. Well, it, we, well, it was a Catholic school for one. Oh, the lyrics. Oh, okay. Yeah. But also, oh, am I the only also... one that went to public school that had that crazy wild public school? Yes. A teacher? Oh, okay then. But Mark, also did, the you, fun... Mark, did you get your knuckles bruised? Um, no, not by a lady in black. Uh, but the funny thing with that is the funny thing with that is that our the student council president was a huge indie nerd of like the adult uh. alternative indie nerds. So I heard all the Death Cab albums. He was a big Snow Patrol fan as well. So we had a lot of that. That was our vibe from like 2006 to 2008 in terms of like our school atmosphere. And that's why I liked high school. Okay, hey. fair enough, dude. Okay, we'll do three more because I know it's getting late for you guys. Thank you again for yep. sticking with us, everyone. From Jacob Nicola, The Cure versus The Cranberries. That is not a fair comparison. That's wow. a no, random no, comparison. No, 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 no. Can I just thumbs up thumbs both? Thumbs up both for me. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. 
But the cure gets not even. Yeah, I would would still say the cure's higher, but I'm not. Yeah, that's such a. That's not even the same timeline either. That's yeah. uh, Okay. Very hard. I mean, come on. Okay. Rest in peace, Dolores. Yes, so many we've lost. It's Mm -hmm. crazy. Uh, Okay, so no two left. Uh, From Red Vince, Fallout Boy, Infinity on High versus Folia Do. Oh, Oh. nice! I can do this one. I can do. Yeah. Okay. I know where Crash is going. Just in the order. Uh, yeah. Infinity on high. One, two, three. Yep. I'm sorry. Folia yeah. do okay. bores me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I was fine with Infinity on high. That's fine with me. I, I love Infinity on high. And Folia do. One, two, three. Yeah. Crash, you're welcome to. Crash, it's give Folia another chance. It's better than you think it is. It's their best I, album. I, it's their great day. I'll give it a someday. I'll give it another try, but I can promise nothing. It's a, all for say. me. I think the lyrics actually really saved that album. Okay, that's. I like the more say. soulful approach vocally too. Honestly, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, two uh two more. Patrick, Sun Kill Moon. I am unfamiliar. I can't. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar not enough. Mark. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Mark's the only one. Sun Kill Moon. One, two, three. Um, the song from their 2017 album, I Love Portugal, is fantastic. Okay. Uh, I don't love Benji. Uh, this is their big 2014 critically acclaimed album. Mark Kozluk is a dick, and I want to punch him in the face. But at the same time, my God, is he a good writer. Okay. And finally, from the last one of the night, thank you guys so much for all the super chats and all the participation. From Chris Doman, Got Ye's Making Mirrors. Oh, Gautier. Gautier. Gautier, I know. I got ye. I like got ye. Got ye. Got ye. Got ye. Making mirrors. Got ye. Making mirrors. Anyone have any thoughts? Because I'm backing out on this. Oh, hell yeah. I got thoughts. Oh, I got thoughts. For you three. One, two, three. Okay, Luke, go dig that album up. Yes. Do yourself a good. My familiarity. Best album, though. Not his best. Not his best. No, I'll even say that. Not his best, but it is a very. Nice jumping on point. That's okay. a good, like, entry true, level. Okay. okay, so Luke, go take that That'll album. be my homework I'll for this weekend. Here's also his final yeah. album. Yeah. Well, as of now. Uh, Just to be oh, fair, my, heart like that. my experience with mm-hmm. Gautier is, you know, um, somebody that I used to know, and the cover that dropped a week ago from Three Days Grace covering somebody oh. that I used to know. I don't want to hear it. I, don't, I can't even bring myself to click on it. <laughs> I listened to it. I talked about it on the podcast with Gretchen. And just to point this out, Gretchen messaged me while she was at, like, while just in the middle of the day going, did you hear this yet? And that's all I needed to know when I clicked on uh, it. It's worth hearing. It is worth hearing. When you can hear a tone through text, it's not good. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know how to, I don't know how else to describe it as Matt tried to get really aggressive and angsty with Gautier's somebody that I used to know. And that is... De- aggressively angsty, and that is definitely no one asked for that. Yeah, no, no one asked for that. Who did he get to do the Kimbra part? No one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so he just does. It's a call and response song. What is he? Oh my god! Oh, this is this is next level bullshit. Has a, oh has my a god! Music did you do your bad covers him? album too early? Did you do your bad yeah. covers video? Too I don't early know here? if it's the worst I've heard. It's not the worst ten, but yes, it is bad because the thing is, the music behind it serviceable. It's fine for what you think it is. It's just Matt makes it real awkward. Mm. Uh, again, you need someone else to sing the Kimbra part, or else it just doesn't make any goddamn sense. Who could, they, oh, who could, who could three days Grace have gotten that would have salvaged anything here? Lizzie Hale. 
Uh, yeah, well, maybe. See, that, that's, beneath, that's beneath her, dude. That's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but why would she want to put herself on there? Yeah. But here, uh, here's my point. Modern the three days why, The reason why the Kimbra part works is because it's a smackdown. It is. It's a yeah. response. It's an instant uh, response, too. That's yeah, what I like. See, uh, Which is what made the song. Yeah. Yeah. If, if anybody could deliver that, hey, no, fuck you, part of that song, yeah, it would be Lizzie. Lizzie could do that. She's done so many great covers. Okay. Doing that one, I feel, just be like, with, with Three Days Grace. <laughs> with modern no, Three Days Grace. Yes, <laughs> with, Matt, with Matt. Yeah, with Matt. Uh, but no, I'm trying yeah. to think of a female singer who would actually be able to step in with enough bite in her voice to match him effectively. I say Caro, this, Caro Benito. I say this as a fan of the two. Uh, See, that, that would be good just for the troll. No. <laughs> Three Days Grace featuring Caro Carabinita. No. Somebody uh, Poppy. Look at Poppy. 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 Poppy would go. at least have fun with it. Also, Poppy's like adding more yeah. songs and she's calling out the chain smokers. Poppy does not care anymore. She's doing great right now. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. On the, get on the Warpath, Queen. We love you for it. She's exactly. also dating Ghostman, and Ghostman's decent to see live. So I've heard that too. I've heard someone else say that. I saw Ghostman live last year and like at, at Reading, and it was he was a lot of fun. Okay. Like I'm not a fan of the music, but the pit was great. Okay, just I just have to say for all the rock policies we had, we had really good suggestions this time for both the super oh. chats hey. and for yeah. just the free round. We had good ones. Yeah. Um, we got good impressions from Crash. We got a good analogy from Mark. We got um, good analogy. Yeah, let's leave it at that. Is that a good way to put it? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fair, a very fair visual enough. one. <laughs> I paint with words and nothing else. You painted with something, all right. Crash <laughs> I said nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much all for tuning in for something as ridiculous as this. I'm sure the chat room is now catching up since there's a 10 second delay or so. I apologize. Hi uh, to all the, all the, Catholic and church school educators that taught these three boys. Yeah. They wave hi to you too. Hi, educators of the past. <laughs> so I, I am positive all of my professors are proud. Isn't it kind of funny how we all ended up like not going to church? Oh God! <laughs> Dude, go to Christian. Go to Christian school. That is the quickest way to become an atheist. Go to chapel three times a week. Uh, yeah, same. Oh my. God. Don't get, don't even get us started. Like, don't even get us. Me and John, especially, do not get us started. That was well. As we wrap up, I do remember the story. Like, you had like a Reliant K CD, and someone sent you a switchboard to Reliant K, and someone gave you those. Like, have you heard this edgy hard stuff? I'm passing it around behind the teacher's backs. And it was, it was MXPX. Specifically. MXPX, yes. Yeah. No, MXPX, they were telling me, like, I, I came into Christians, I started Christian school like sixth grade. So okay. I didn't immediately, I wasn't like born and raised in it. But in the meantime, I was also a big music nerd. So I got the chance to listen to a lot of this stuff, this punk rock and this, all this Green Day and this No Effects and all this other cool stuff I got to stumble across while I, I was very young. Then I go to Christian school and people are telling me, oh, MXPX and Switchfoot, this is like the hard rock stuff. You want to know what hard rock is like? And I'm like, shares <laughs> in AFI. You want to go have? You want to go behind the back of the school and smoke candy cigarettes and listen to MXPX while we should be in class? Uh, uh, thank you guys. You want to go to study hall? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 thanks. I'll, I'll just 
I'll, I'll just smoke weed and keep listening to the zebra head, man. You guys have fun. Smoke weed? <laughs> smoke weeds like grass clippings from the lawnmower? What are you talking about, Crash? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's lawn, it's lawn, it's lawn work. Oh. That's what we'll call it. Your landscaper will praise your hedges. Thank you, Crash Thompson. <laughs> praise your hedges. <laughs> praise your hedges. Praise your hedges that they grow nice and beautiful so you have plenty of lawn clippings. Hooray. Huzzah. Thank you all for tuning in for this ridiculous shenanigan that we do every few months. We really do enjoy it. This is something fun for us, too. We appreciate all the super chats. We will be making the document. I'll be making that probably tonight and tomorrow morning. As soon as these guys finish it, we all get a chance with it for all the super chats. We'll post it online on this video page. Now I would like to turn over the time to these three gentlemen to help them plug everything they're going on right now. Again, in case you missed it earlier, Mark, what do you have coming up soon? Um, on Friday, I will likely have the newest episode of On the Pulse, unless by some miracle I can get it out tomorrow. Don't count on that. Um, then going from further, I as of recently, I put a Billboard breakdown yesterday, and I got the Taylor Swift solo album review was on Monday. Be sure to go check those out. Uh, beyond any of that, I'm currently working on my best albums of the 2010s. Long-standing project, hoping to have that done by the end of the summer. And otherwise, if you want to actually help contribute to my schedule, please go to my Patreon and hop on board. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. John, what do you have coming up soon? Um, I just put out, for anyone who may have missed at the beginning of the stream or whenever I talked about it, I just put out the album awards for quarter two. So um, like 20 albums uh, covered kind of retroactively looking back at the past quarter. Some I had talked about before, some I hadn't. Uh, as soon as this ends, I'm literally about to publish my logic review. Uh, I got a video essay that I'm working on and uh, just kind of taking a little bit of time off after putting out a couple of big videos. Awesome. Very cool to hear. Crash, what do you have coming up? And I know you just posted something too. Yes. Um, I just, um, like I said, uh, up on my channel right now, the latest edition of Fimi is up. Uh, that's stuff, uh, pretty much up a bunch of rapid fire reviews up to around quarter two of the year. So lots of ground covered in that video that's currently up there right now. And actually while we were talking, I actually posted for my patrons, I posted the new producers poll. It is now officially up. If you're on my Patreon, you can go and vote in that. We're voting in the next episode of I Love This Song. So we're going to figure out and decide what the next episode of that is going to be. Actually, I can I can read the choices off here for you. Uh, it's going to be between... Uh, I have one of six choices here. You can vote between either Faith No More's Epic, uh, Boys of Summer... Uh, I'm leaving the artist uh, vague on that. Which Boys of Summer? They will find <laughs> out. Uh, Hide and Seek by Emojin Heap. That's going to be a choice. Uh, U2's Sweetest Thing. Mm -hmm. Jurassic 5's Quality Control. Or the Bloodhound Gang, The Bad Touch. I'm almost kind of hoping that wins because, God, is there an episode in that one. Oh, there is. Yep. So I, I just voted for it, Crash. Oh, nice. <laughs> but, yeah, um, that's over on my Patreon. Uh, in order, that's uh, The producer's poll is an access to $1 and above pledgers. So if you can give a dollar to the Patreon, that'll give you a basic access that also that gets you access to producers polls but that also gets your name in the credits and it also get, keeps you up to date with everything that's going on with with the patreon in general so like yeah if you guys want to that's your chance to vote on what the next big long form video is going to be for me here it's these are always exciting they always boil down to like red knuckle choices it is never a blowout it is always like 
fraction of points between who wins. So I'm interested to see how this goes. But yeah, if you want to hop over to my Patreon, yeah, if you want to hop over to my Patreon, that's patreon.com slash crash thompson xo all one word and check it out and vote for what i'm sure is going to be an interesting video <laughs> to say this will be this will be a good one i can already tell before i plug my thing crash you were talking about like freaking kids out by listening to other stuff like bad religion what would you have had, what would those kids have done at the same time frame if they knew you were listening to the bloodhound gang because that was the same <laughs> area Oh my gosh! They wouldn't uh, trust me as a Christian school kid. I can confirm that I did not understand the Bloodhound Gang at first, or why they were even con- remotely great. controversial. Uh, I didn't yeah, understand Foxtrot uniform Charlie Kilo and what that spelled out. I didn't so get it. Like ninety percent of the lyrics just right over your head. Just didn't even understand it at yeah. all. Okay, it, it, it was another one of those things where they were like, "Oh, they're dressed as monkeys!" Ha ha! And I'm like, <laughs> automatic drip. <laughs> Uh, as for me um this video should be completely processed over throughout the night i will get this super chat list as soon as i can to everyone please keep a lookout for that upcoming i'm going to be working on a new video series where i rank discographies and tier lists actually taking a band looking through the discography of major releases and having a certain guest on me with each episode i already have a few lined up probably going to ask these gentlemen to be a part of different episodes in the future as well for different bands um, I already have a few of the works. Going to have at least one of those hopefully within the next week after I do the recording and edit with that person. Stay tuned for that. I hope that's something you guys enjoy. Other than that, I'll be having some more videos coming up in August, obviously, as all we all will. We'll, announce, we'll probably not do one of these in August for sure. September, October, though, we'll probably do another just because we love doing them. We, said, we just don't want to do them every month because then it just kills whatever momentum we have and that it just... True. And plus, I have to go through a strike process now for getting my channel demonetized from all the nonsense that was said this the, tonight. So it's gonna, it's gonna <laughs> take me a while. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, the, the pain is real, man. The struggle is very real. Oh, everything's Ugh. fine. It was a good episode. Hopefully, you all enjoyed it. Hopefully, you all had a good time. Please check out and subscribe to all these channels below in the video description. They're there right now on this video. And finally, I don't know how to end this episode. Bloodhound gang. Uh, let's do a barbershop quartet reimagining. I'm not sure. Only Prince would sing about, so put your hands Damn. down my pants, Damn. and I bet you'll feel nuts. nuts. Yes, I'm simple, yes, I'm eager, and you're getting, getting to the I've had enough of two-hand touch, but I'd abduct you at the boom. Damn it, I, I had it. I almost had it there. We were close. Beautiful. Y'all didn't give me time to rehearse this shit. Uh, rehearse it? You think I had time to rehearse that? Man. Yeah, was we, we just all rehearsed beforehand, Crash. <laughs> <laughs> we should have hoped to rehearsal every day this week. 